Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Breaker Sports. I'm Game Day Greg alongside Bunny Buckets. This is episode 15, and we have more picks, 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 and more picks for you this week. We have the week two NFL matchups along with the week three college football slate. So, again, another exciting episode for you folks uh, where we are just going to give we're what 50 picks each. <laughs> Plus, so uh, Roughly, sit back, yeah. relax, uh, eat some popcorn, drink your favorite beverage, and uh, kick your feet up and enjoy because this could be a long one. Uh, but no soccer talk this show, uh, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, no, Benny Buckets, how you doing this week? I'm good, my friend. Good. I just got four letters for you, sir. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Game day, Greg, folks. Very excited. Very excited at halftime. Your week one win. Congratulations. Very excited at halftime. No way the Jets, as as everyone believed, no way the Jets could come back from a 10-point deficit with probably the worst starting quarterback in the last 10 years in the NFL uh, in, in Zach Wilson. And uh, That's a stretch. That is pretty stretch. He's There's pretty a lot bad. of bad quarterbacks in the past He's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. But, nah, he's So he's bad he's there. playing. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But – the Jets, my friends, got it done on 9-11. Uh, very disappointed, actually. Uh, Good Morning America was there at the game, folks, covered DeMar Hamlin's triumphant return to competitive regular season football. And, of course, the powers that be. I will not single out anybody in particular, but we I think we all know who the individual was. But the powers that be opted for uh, Cam Lewis, who is not very good, folks, if you watch the Bills. Uh, instead of uh, he had a Hamlin. career training. If you actually watch the Bills, he had a career training camp, folks. He had, he balled out in the preseason. He earned that spot. Uh, Demar Hamlin was not ready. Um, and and it, you got to take into account who the play on the field. I mean, yeah, it's a good story that he's down the fifty three, but I mean, you got to put the best fifty three out there. And uh, I respect it. I mean, he listen. He wasn't going to win us the game. He wasn't going to lose us. No, game. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Not, it so. just would have been a nice, a nice touch. But you know, the Bills are pretty tone deaf, or certain people on the Bills are tone deaf too. Here we go. We are starting early, folks. Start. start. <laughs> I asked him how he was. Well, this is this this all started. This is my gripe. This is you know, get, get, get Nate Greg has. Oh, we didn't Nate label. Has, we did not label. This is just a, this is just a simple am, feeling here. I am. I am labeling it. Game day, Greg has a soccer gripes. I have my gripes with a certain football coach that that presides over the team in western new york so this is this is benny's gripes and uh that's where we sit with that but uh regardless uh it was nice to see a jet victory after such a contentious uh pick there but uh i i very disappointed to see aaron Rodgers go down that pretty much four plays four plays yes i would say that's pretty much the end of the jets season you know it it I, it is the end of the Jets season, and that win against the Bills is probably one of the only wins they're going to have all year. I don't want to point that out. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I still I think they'll point... win six, seven games. But go ahead. Uh, five more wins. Not That's yeah. not that great. Yeah. Um, however, I found it funny that Aaron Rodgers was complaining to the coaching staff 
uh, before the game. I, this was reported. I don't know exactly when he was complaining about this, but mm-hmm. he did not want the chop blocks uh, to be in effect uh, when he was quarterback. But with a Nathaniel Hackett offense, you got to get the ball out early, West Coast style. Uh, the chop block is sometimes the most effective way to do things. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers was very clear that he did not want that. And on the fourth play of the game, uh, unfortunately, he was uh, Leonard Floyd was chop blocked. It did not work very well, and right. the sack happened. So I did hear. Uh, I I didn't see it myself, but I did hear somebody state that he actually had an open receiver on that play and opted not to throw it. He won. He, he looked like he was trying to step up. Instead of throwing to the open receiver under duress, he wanted to step out, I guess, try to avoid the rush, maybe scramble or try to find a better position to throw from rather than kind of under duress in the pocket. And obviously that may have helped. But I also did hear that the calf strain is often a, because he did have a calf strain in preseason, uh, is often a precursor or can be a, pre- a precursor to the Achilles injury that many times before you have Achilles injury, uh, a calf strain is the first uh symptom if you will of a potential that that you know that that is on shaky ground so i don't know maybe maybe even if he did avoid injury on that particular play there's i guess a likelihood or a a possibility uh and perhaps a high one that he could have injured himself you know in a future play (laughs) so um yeah, anyway. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. You want to it see is. the best teams play with their best talent, and uh, that's unfortunately not going to be the case for the Jets. It um, is, but I, I would just note game day Greg t- to call it his lock of the week, lock of the season, lock of the decade, lock of the century, lock of the millennia. I don't, so. I don't believe all those words were said, but that, that's, that's <laughs> I believe okay. he did say lock of the week, though. I believe he did say lock of the week, if memory serves, so. It was nice to see. We're, we're, unfortunately, we're going to have to go back and check that memory now that uh, <laughs> the, the walk of the week, the other, the other, the other was hy- hyperbolic. I will, I will, I will concede that point. But I just wanted to. There we go. This is going to be a four-hour episode if we keep talking about this Bills Jets game. All right, game all right. We get into right, our two hundred picks we're about to pick here, yes, folks. All right. Um, so we will, we will go ahead uh, uh, with the college picks, uh, folks. I, I gotta say, I was a little, a uh, little behind. You're not prepared. I did not put the college picks down on my spreadsheet before we did this, so this may take me a while. Uh, but that's okay because it is a two-host show, and yes. Game Day Greg is here uh, for the rescue. So I appreciate last it. week in week two, the college football season, Benny Buckets won 24-23, and 23, a respectable one game over 500, bringing his – or no, I'm sorry. Tw- oh, no. Maybe I wrote this down not wrong now. Oh, what 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 was incorrect, sir? What oh at? no, that was correct. That was correct. I, okay, I wrote little, this down with, weird on my weird on my the, sheet with the confusion. Uh, twenty four with, yes. with the confusion. Twenty four and twenty three for week two, with a uh, total on the year of fifty and forty nine. So he has one game above five hundred. Uh, that he is on pace for the goal of being above five hundred. And last week I went twenty nine and eighteen for a record of sixty one and thirty eight so far on the college football season. Um. Yeah, it's a fun ride I'm on right now. Yes. <laughs> we'll just uh, see how very long impressive. it lasts. Very impressive. I, game I, day, Greg, at least 10 games above 500 each week. Very, very impressive. Picking every game, folks. The larger the sample size, the harder it is to keep such a winning percentage up. So he is hitting it over 60%, folks. Uh, tail every pick. That is, Or, or maybe – there will be regression of the mean, and you should fade everything. I don't know, but so that's so the age old question, right? Yes. What happens? Uh, yes. Chicken or the egg? But uh, 
<laughs> and I, we are five and one in our best bets uh, for the year, folks. Yes. I don't remember what we went last week, but I just know. Well, we I, I do know. Game day, Greg went three and zero last week on the best bets in the college. I went two and one, so uh, I was three and zero in week one, and game day, Greg was two and one in week one. So we are both five and one on the best bets. Very impressive, folks. And I and Tell I would those. Sub- Tell and I those. Would- Absolutely. And I would submit folks probably shouldn't shouldn't tail all our picks. Just tell the best bets because that's where my record's better. So I'll just say that. So self-serving, but there you go. Perfect. <laughs> no, that that's that's accurate. Um all right. Why don't we get into the college football picks? Sir, do you want me yeah. to start this week? Or uh you do like you have the lines in front of you, sir? So maybe you can give me the lines and I can fill it out as we go because it would be hard for me to do both at the same time. Do you have your DraftKings sports book app there, sir? Wait a minute. What's going on now? Uh, I did not fill out the, the picks here. Uh you didn't t- say this before we we just talked for an hour before uh, we what, what we just talked for an folks. hour. No, 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 folks, nothing. This is me and you right now. <laughs> we just talked for an hour. I filled out my college football picks uh, in that hour, and then now you're telling me you didn't fill out yours. <laughs> so now we have to go slower in the show. I said that at the very beginning. You said, "Don't worry about it. It's a two-o show. I'll rescue you." That's what you told me. So I, I don't know what that's... I was. I just thought you were talking about the records for last week. Oh no! Oh no! I, uh, I apologize, folks. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> what are we doing recording right now? So, just give me the lines and I'll pick the game. It's all all right, and, folks, I'll, and I'll write it down. That's with the, with the with the interesting, um, well, folks. This is not part of the pre-show meeting. No, we, first of all, we're not doing that either. So, I'm going to run through my picks here while Benny buckets. Uh, is working on his side <laughs> of the picks. And then oh, as he's enough. finishing up enough, with his enough. picks, I will give all of the disclaimers you could possibly ever need, um, along with, fair. I'm sure, a uh, three fair. to four minutes. Uh, could be a dissertation, uh, game, game Day Greg yes. yes. <laughs> game Day so, Greg will be, sh- will be singing the shout song multiple times to uh, fill to, for, for the filler here, folks. So. Sing the shout song, we can yeah. sing hum the Jeopardy music. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> We will see. So, all yeah. right, uh, week three. On, the, on that note, <laughs> you better get. You better start picking now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I still can't I, believe we I, just I, talked I for over an hour and you did not tell me that. All right. Week three of the college football season, uh, starting off Navy versus Memphis. Memphis minus fourteen. Uh, Virginia versus Maryland. I'm going to go under forty-eight. Utah State versus Air Force. Utah State plus nine and a half. LSU versus Mississippi State over 54 and a half. Penn State versus Illinois. Penn State 14 and a half point favorites. Give me that. Florida State 26 point favorites against Boston College. I will take Florida State in the points. Kansas State minus four and a half against Missouri. Georgia Southern versus Wisconsin. Give me under 64. Liberty versus Buffalo. I don't know the line because I am in New York State and they do not provide the line. Uh, it's three and a half, sir. It's three and a half. Yes, I know. It's th- on what uh, side? Liberty is. Uh, let me get it for you. I apologize. I can multitask. I am multitasking at this point. Uh, I got to get the total. Liberty, I know, is favored by three and a half. I don't know what the total is, though. One I'll take Liberty minus three and a half. Oh, okay, there you go. That makes it easy. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes, I did not want Oh, it's it's six, it's 55. You still want Liberty minus three and a half? Yep, Liberty minus three and a half. Okay. Uh, Louisville minus 10 versus Indiana. 
Wake Forest versus Old Dominion. Give me Wake Forest as 14-point favorites. Iowa State versus Ohio. Give me over 42.5. UMass versus Eastern Michigan, under 51.5. Central Michigan versus Notre Dame. Give me Notre Dame as 34.5-point favorites. South Carolina versus Georgia Bulldogs. Give me Georgia, minus 27.5. Alabama versus South Florida. Points, points, and more points, folks. Over 61. I did not see this line either, but uh, Ben, I'm sure Benny Buckets has not gotten this far yet. Uh, San Diego State versus Oregon State. I did not see a line. Um, so uh, let's see if I can find one for us, sir. One second. It's, uh, you said Kings did not. San Diego. I don't know why that is not a All FCS this. FBS crossover matchup, but let's see if we can. Uh, enumerate. It is three thirty Eastern time. If that helps. What is when the he's what is it? Uh, Oregon State? Oregon. Or San Diego State. Let me just see if I can find something. Here. Oh, I do have a line. I don't know why you didn't have one, but there is one here. Uh, we've got San Diego State is plus 24 and a half. Totals 48 and a half. Oregon State's I would say over 48 and a half. There you go, folks. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma versus Tulsa. Oklahoma, 27, 27 and a half point favorites. Give me them. Minnesota versus North Carolina. North Carolina minus seven and a half. Western Michigan versus Iowa. Give me Western Michigan plus 28 and a half. Northwestern versus Duke. Give me Duke minus 19. They're no longer a basketball Wait, sir, did, school. Did you, did you pick Florida State and BC? I'm not hearing you do that one. Did you pick that one? Oh, boy. I'm not there yet, I don't think. It's a 12 o'clock game, so... Uh... I think you may have missed a couple here. I didn't hear you give a Georgia Southern Wisconsin one either. Or yeah, I did. Georgia Southern Wisconsin under sixty four. Okay, how about Kansas State Missouri? Sorry. Yep, gave that two minus four. Right. And a half. Then I did. Oh, I'm pretty sure I didn't hear Florida State Boston College. Did you Florida State minus twenty six. I gave that okay. as well. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Those are all three in a row. Three in okay. a row. Excellent. Thanks, sir. Noon. All right. Very good. All right. I don't even know where I was. Um. Yeah, where was I? I think Western uh, Michigan. Western Duke. Duke minus 19, no longer a basketball school. Virginia Tech versus Rutgers, under 39 and a half. Uh, Florida International versus UConn, UConn minus seven. East Carolina versus Appalachian State, East Carolina plus nine and a half. Uh, Western Kentucky versus Ohio State, give me the points, over 64. U University of Louisiana Monroe versus Texas A&M, give me over 53 and a half. Tulane versus Southern Miss, Tulane minus 12 and a half. Washington versus Michigan State. Give me Washington minus 16. Georgia State versus Charlotte. Give me Charlotte plus seven and a half. Uh, Tennessee versus Florida. Tennessee minus six and a half. North Texas versus Louisiana Tech. Give me under the 69. Nice. Uh, Northern Illinois versus Nebraska. Under 43. Uh, Vanderbilt versus UNLV. I'll take Vanderbilt this time. Minus four. Miami of Ohio versus Cincinnati, the Battle of Ohio. Uh, give me over 45 and a half. South Alabama versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State minus seven. Uh, Louisiana versus UAB. Give me UAB minus two and a half. Uh, this is another question uh, that I'll send over to Benny Buckets. Uh, Texas Southern versus Rice. Would they have that a would not No, there would no Texas Southern's an FCS school. No. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right. Um Moving a letter on, right along, James Madison versus Troy. Give me James Madison plus three. Another one, uh, San Jose State versus Toledo. 
I did not see a line. Uh, what time's that game, sir? Seven o'clock, Eastern. Uh, seven. Toledo minus seven. Totals fifty-eight and a half. Give me San Jose State plus seven. Bowling Green versus Michigan under fifty-three and a half. Georgia Tech versus Ole Miss. Give me Ole Miss plus eight or Ole Miss minus eighteen. I'm sorry. BYU versus Arkansas. Give me Arkansas. The points minus eight and a half. Uh, Akron versus Kentucky. Again, Kentucky minus 26. Uh, another question here for you, Benny Buckets. Uh, Syracuse versus Purdue. I did not see a line. Uh, wow. Uh, DraftKings in New York slacking here. Oh, that's because it's a, it's because the New York school. That's why. Uh, yes. answer that question. So in New York, you cannot bet on the New York schools. Is that how that works? Very that is that is how that works. In Arizona, that is there is not an issue with that. Uh, very interesting. Can you bet on the New York football teams in New York? Yes. It's the Bills. Okay. Yes. In the NFL. Okay. Syracuse is a two and a half point favorite. Total is 57 and a half. There you go. I will take Syracuse as a two and a half point favorite. Thank you, many Buckets. Yep. Pittsburgh uh, versus West Virginia. Pittsburgh, one point favorite. Florida Atlantic versus Clemson. Give me Clemson minus 24 and a half. Wyoming versus Texas. Texas minus 28 and a half. Uh, Hawaii versus Oregon. Give me the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors at plus 38. Uh, TCU versus Houston. TCU minus seven and a half. Uh, New Mexico State versus New Mexico. Yikes. Under 53 and a half. Uh, Colorado State versus Colorado. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, folks. Coach Prime is here and ready to go. Uh, Colorado minus 23 and a half. Uh, Fresno State versus Arizona State. Fresno State minus three. Kansas versus Nevada. Give me Kansas minus 28. And to wrap up the week three slate, UTEP versus Arizona. Give me UTEP as the 18-point dog in this one. And that's going to do it for my week three college football picks. Benny Buckets, where are we in the picking process for you, sir? I am at the 4 o'clock game, sir. Western Kentucky, Ohio State. Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) All right. So here are some disclaimers, folks. Uh, past performance is not indicative of future <laughs> results. Uh, please only bet what you can afford to lose. Um, we are by no means experts, so do not take our picks uh, <laughs> as the holy idol. So, uh, because they are not. And uh, I'll bring this up as well. Uh, if you are looking at these lines on a different sports book and you're like, Game Day Greg, what are you talking about? Uh, these. Uh, lines are not the same. I have over 55 instead of over 54 and a half in the LSU-Mississippi State game. Well, folks, lines vary amongst sports books, so that is why I keep stressing to go on each sports book, look for the best value. If, you re- if you're confident on a side, say an under, and you can get it for a better price somewhere else, I would say go with that other place. Um, it's your hard-earned money. Make sure you spend it wisely. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the disclaimers that I think we have. Now, Benny Buckets, what song do we want to go into? Uh, uh, I think you should sing the Shout song, sir. If you, you know, get, get, sing I, know, the I, song. I know that the Bills are listening. I know that at least some of them are very interested in our takes, especially probably a certain head football coach in that. In oh, that, here in we go that. with the head football coach again. <laughs> so um, I, I'm sure it would be, I'm sure they'd be flattered if you were to sing the Shout song to give them a little pump up. Get him off the mat from the 0-1, losing to the worst quarterback. No, we're in no condition to sing the shout song. In the history history of life. So uh, you might want to, you know, give him a little pump up because I'm sure they're feeling down right now. 
No, I what if I, I think the shot song would be apropos. Well? I think it would be apropos, but it's just me. I actually give my best bets right now. I will I will do okay. that as well. That works. Uh, that works. We're moving along, so we're at the seven o'clock games now. So we're moving along here. Very nice. There are still quite a few games to go after that. So there are. There are there twenty are. plus games to pick still. Uh, uh, can, some of these lines are out of order from the spreadsheet, folks. So it's taking me a little bit longer than I would have initially anticipated, folks. So my uh, mm. apologies. All right, no worries for your bet for your best bets, sir. For your best bets. For my best bets, uh, my yeah, first will, best. Yeah. You will keep picking. And, I will get uh, them. Again. I will get them later from you. I will write them down later. But go ahead. Yes. Uh, th- yes. Thank you. The, the viewers. Thank you. Or viewers, listeners. Thank you as well. I do that once. A show. They're always. They're always viewers to Game Negro. We we originated on YouTube, so therefore they will always be viewers to Game Negro. They will always be viewers. Yes. Um. I hope you're not looking at the at the Spotify screen while listening to this, or else you'd be considered a viewer as well. <laughs> um. My first best bet is going to be, folks, under 64 in Georgia Southern versus Wisconsin. I have told myself a couple of years ago, uh, if, if I ever see a Wisconsin total in the 60s, to always automatically go for the under. Um, and that has not changed. I, I understand they have a better offense now this year, but I, I still think that um, with the, there's not going to be this many points. And I also do have a theory um, building off of that, Ooh, theory these high-ranked theory team, theory time. Go ahead, sir. Like, yes, uh, this is filler time, sir. I have to come up with something. Absolutely, um, absolutely. We could have been on the NFL picks by now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, folks, not... Game Day Greg will not let me let let me live this down. Being unprepared, folks, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, he's a little, just, he's a little salty folks, he about listen. He's a little salty about his Buffalo Bills, folks, as you can tell. So. He did not listen to the hour, at least hour conversation we had before the show. <laughs> it was less than so, an hour. It was less than an hour. But that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. If you um, did listen to that conversation, you would be duly entertained. I'll say that much. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that may have to be a podcast spinoff of Line Breakers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Conversation. We call it conversations before the video starts rolling. It does not fall under the realm of Lime Breaker Sports. (laughs) (laughs) No, it does not. It's okay. Um, (laughs) Line breaking something. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, inside (laughs) jokes. I'd love to be a part of one one day. All right. (laughs) Yeah. My second best. As Michael Scott would say, you also miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. So very good, sir. That is true, and also apropos. All right. Uh, my second best bet is going to be Wake Forest minus fourteen versus Old Dominion. No analysis needed um, because there's no analysis to be given. What was it? It's Old Dominion and who? Sorry, uh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest versus Old Dominion. Uh, Wake Forest is the fourteen point favorite. Gotcha. Thank you, sir. And then to round it out, my last best bet for the week three slate is going to be drum roll, please. Thank you. Tennessee, uh, minus six and a half versus Florida. I think Tennessee uh, under Joe Joe Milton, right? Um, Joe Milton, the man who apparently can throw a football 105 yards, according to ESPN.com. Yes. Yes. I find it be very Uh, interesting. Very interesting. I don't know if that's a professional size football or what. But yes, uh, it may may be one of those Nerf footballs, folks, that uh, four year olds use, but hey, it's still impressive, regardless. Yes, nonetheless. uh, I do think they could. go to Florida and give them a beating. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take Tennessee minus the six minutes. 
Okay. Tennessee minus six and a half. Uh, still some time here, so still in the seven o'clock games. Many seven o'clock games here, folks. So unfortunately, but uh, uh, okay, all right, folks. Almost done. Almost done with the seven o'clock. Games. Why, why don't I give my analysis of the Bills game? How about that? Absolutely. We, you're not almost done because you have fifteen I, plus picks after the seven o'clock games, I, and you're not even doing seven o'clock games. <laughs> almost done. Almost done, folks. Uh, no. Okay. Go ahead. Give um, us give us your analysis for the for the Bills. Yes, please. This Bills game was very disappointing, folks. Very, 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 very disappointing. Um, however, it's only one week to be disappointed. I don't have the rest of the year to be disappointed. <laughs> um, shots fired, folks. Shots, shots fired by. Uh, hey, this is my time, sir. I would just uh, keep your eyes on, <laughs> eyes on the paper. Um, <laughs> Eyes on your own paper, folks. Eyes Make sure you're using a number two pencil and you're <laughs> filling in the bubbles in completely. The scan, on the Scantron, yes. On the Scantron, yes. Um, do not. If you're going to erase, make sure you erase completely. Uh, all right. Well, my first note here, I wrote Bill's game, Bill's game notes throughout the game because I wanted to make sure I touched on everything I wanted to cover. And this is kind of nice that I get this time to discuss this let's see how many times bunny buckets uh looks up and either laughs or, or uh, chimes in with his with, 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 with what he has to say um yes so yeah my first thing here was rogers four plays question mark <laughs> what was that aaron i mean that i mean yeah you ran out with the american flag that was probably the most patriotic thing uh jets fans have ever saw in their entire life outside of fireman ed uh, getting on the the top of the seats, beating his chest. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, so very impressive week one win. Very, very impressive. Um, thank goodness the Chiefs and the Bengals lost as well in week one, and all is not lost. The offensive line for the Jets. I wrote that right after Rogers. What, what I, for all this offensive line troubles you said the Bills are having? I mean, yeah, the Jets won, but. I, that's got to be a huge red flag uh, because yeah, who's, who's behind Wilson? Who's behind Zach Wilson? I have a feeling they're going to be calling Case Keenum at the Houston Texans uh, for his services here pretty Matt soon. Ry- Matt Ryan, maybe. Matt Ryan might come out of the booth, Matt- folks. You never know. Oh, yeah. If four plays. The over-under would be four and a half plays for Matt <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Christian Benford had a fantastic game-saving tackle on a run that Brees Hall bounced to the outside and broke, folks. It was a 70-plus yard run, I believe. But the closing speed on Christian Benford on that play saved four points, and I thought that effort was unbelievable. I did not think he was going to be able to catch him. Yes, shades and, shades of Steve Tasker knocking the ball of Leon Lett's hands in 1994. He it was like a second gear. He turned on a second gear when he was like. 10 oh no, that was that him. was sorry, that was Don Beebe, not not not. That Steve was Tasker. that my was Don Beebe. Yes, my apologies. Uh, it's all right. It went over my head. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, the play calling for the Bills atrocious, atrocious. I, I thought we were done with this this run game. Uh, the stupid runs. Um, there's too many east-west plays in the Bills' offense, folks, uh, especially with a good defense like the Jets and a great defensive line. <laughs> they can get pressure on all levels. You want to go north-south. I don't understand these draws that go east-west. There was a draw to James Cook that went east-west. Quinn Williams blew it up in the backfield. We did not have an offensive line to protect them. Uh, there's offensive line problems for the Bills, too. Connor McGovern got worked, but I think any offensive lineman will get worked against Quinn As Williams. Spencer uh, Brown. Just, Spencer Brown, probably the worst offensive lineman in week one in the whole league, actually. But 
So well, it's probably the offensive lineman who had Aaron Rodgers get hurt four plays into the game. That's probably the worst offensive lineman. I mean, it wasn't and terrible. You know? It was a freak injury today, too, folks. It was freaking. I was informed by a coworker that uh, the Steelers traded up to get Broderick Jones in the draft, mm. and the Jets would have taken him. They now, would've. where would Broderick Jones have played on the offensive line had he been in week one? I don't know. That don't exact know. same spot uh, that was covering Leonard Floyd. Was that was that the left tackle? Was that the left tackle? That is the left tackle. So that yes. would have been Dwayne. Uh, that would have been Dwayne Brown then to answer your question. Yes. So thirty-eight um, year old Dwayne Brown. So you almost have a geriatric left side of the line between Aaron Rodgers and uh, and uh, Dwayne Brown. Almost almost combined octen octogenarian octogenarian. Yes, octogenarian between the two. Almost. But uh, anyway, I digress. Very nice. Are we still in the seven o'clock games? Nope, I went the ten thirty. We're almost done here. So if you want to Whoa, wrap up those ten thirty, yes, you yes. just flew through those seven thirty games. All we right, we did, we I, did. I, I, got, I got to get my points out here. Yes, uh, Joe Buck, huge Jets homer. He definitely bet the Jets. Whoa, huge, whoa, huge Jets homer. I thought Joe Aikman were fantastic in the game, folks. Unbelievable. Huge, well, of course you did. You're a Jets fan. I'm, I, I'm a Bills fan too. I like both. I like both. Okay. Let's you don't see. like the Bills as much as the Jets. Don't even. Who are you trying to kid? <laughs> I do. I wear a Jets watch, jersey now. I I am. He, he's wearing a Jets jersey right now, folks. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I am because the Jets won, and I'm proud of my pick was vindicated after game day. Greg gave you the lock of the week, and the lock of the week came up a big dud for him. So I I am wearing the he Jets just to prove a point. Yes. Uh. But yeah, Joe, Joe Buck, huge Jets fan. Matt Milano, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic on the defensive end. He was the bright spot on the defensive side. Although I don't think the defense played bad at all. <laughs> the defense did his job. It's just the offense. And Josh Allen's decision-making was absolutely horrendous. Reminded me of his rookie year. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Is the Madden curse real? I, I think I'm at that point right now. Um, this is, of course, overreaction. Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, whatever day it is, uh, since the Bills played Monday night. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely a little worried uh, about with that performance. <sighs> Even the first interception. People say the first interception was the same thing as a punt. But he had 20 yards to run. There was nobody on that side of the field. He could have gained 20 yards with his legs, or he could have thrown it to Dawson Knox on the sideline. Because he was open, too. So uh, they instead he decided to throw into double cover, covered Hardy 65 yards down the field. And uh, Hardy's going to want to jump ball over those two? Yeah, right. So um, that was very, very disappointing. Uh, Bill's defensive ends were a bright spot, though. Uh, Greg Rousseau, Leonard Floyd, A.J. Epinesa even had a couple plays. Uh, I, I do really like their defensive end depth, uh, even more so when Von Miller comes back. Uh, Tyler Bass's kickoffs. Funny buckets, did you notice this? Uh, how far? How many steps did Greg Zerline take to address the ball on his kickoffs? Do you know? Um, I do not. No, I, I did not pay close attention to the kickoff. Uh, he did scenario. not pay close attention. Well, the answer was 10, 10 steps, folks. Okay. Uh, 10 yards, 10 steps. Tyler Bass had a uh, the same get off or the lead off, how, whatever, how many steps uh, it took to take a field goal. The exact same amount. It was a one-two step, and then he kicked the ball. Uh, he was going for a very high kick towards the goal line, uh, which was successful. 
Uh, he's a very, very strong leg, and that kick, uh, he hit that. He got yarder. very lucky there. Very lucky on the on that the was upright. Up there. The that would have yes. been good from. Yeah, that well, would have been good from sixty plus. No, because it probably would have kept drifting left if it was from sixty plus. It would have been well, enough, distance it will, wise. It it you're right. Been. You're right. Distance wise, yes, it had the leg, but the the yes, the accuracy. Yes, probably he's lucky it wasn't from fifty three. It was from fifty three. He would have hit the outside or missed completely the bar. Instead, he he doinked it. It was the inside. It was not quite the Justin Tucker sixty six yarder against Detroit and Ford Field a couple years ago, where he literally hit right. the bottom or the this the very bottom or the the actual crossbar. And that was one of that was one of those that would be like a that that is the equivalent of soccer, except uh, he hit the underside of the bar in soccer. He would have hit the overside of the bar. He would hit the underside of the bar and went kicked out. But because football, instead of it all it ties back to soccer, below, yes, it all comes back to soccer folks. Instead of it needing to go down in soccer to be a goal, in football it needs to go up to be a field goal. So uh, because if he was playing soccer, my my point is, folks, he was playing soccer, he would hit the over the underside of the bar and it would have kicked out and it would have been no goal. So now you bring up an interesting point. I think soccer would be more interesting if we made the goal more vertical. If we, if we, uh, if we so made, made, it, maybe made it into a it is a, it is eight feet tall as it is sir i mean no i rather... want it, i want it like goal posts i want it like the nfl goal posts where you can kick this ball from midfield and score uh that's been um, done before even in the eight foot goal i saw i was watching a game with the oh, it's probably been done Fiori. once every 10 years no so when, i watch when, it live when mercury Fiori. lines up with saturn that's Retro, when uh retrograde yes uh, Fiorentina Cristiano Baraghi last year with a with a halfway line goal. We're done talking over. about soccer. We're not. This is not a soccer. It's not, not a soccer podcast. Uh, my last three points uh, on the Bills game was we won an overtime coin toss. Thank God. Sam Martin. That was the most pathetic attempt at a strip of a ball on that. Um, he also kicked the ball right down the middle, which is which is something that other people brought up. He you're supposed to kick it outside the numbers. Uh, the old kicked- Beckham. Uh, return and and he kicked it right down the middle of the field therefore it's hard to have contain because if you kick it to one side of the field outside the numbers you can have contain in that area and it would be really hard to break contain because it's you're hemmed in a smaller section of the field when you kick in the middle it can go either way so it's harder to contain the returner so yes and last quick that also should be tripping call this was an asterisk win an asterisk win according to the broadcast i couldn't agree more Uh, it would not have mattered folks the the foul occurred the foul occurred at about the 10 or 12 yard line so it would have been a 10 yard penalty it wouldn't have mattered the ball would have been on the Uh, it would have mattered it it, it would have mattered to a lot of fantasy people it would have mattered to a lot of maybe betting people it would have mattered to a lot of the jets would have still won oh sir alternate lines alternate lines um there there could have been a there could have been a bad beat you never know so yeah well i mean listen folks uh it wouldn't have mattered in the grand scheme. They would have run the ball into yes. the line three times, no gain, or maybe lost a couple yards. And Zerline would have hit a Zerline would have hit a forty-three to forty-eight yarder, folks. That's what it would have been. So, all right. And now we go into the week two NFL matchups. Well, folks. no, uh, actually, I still got to make my picks. Oh yeah, that's right. right. So that was the whole exercise right. here, but uh, that's okay. Game day, Greg does not want me to pick. He's he's saying that. My my one game over 500 record is not good enough to warrant. The no, time. your one game over 500 record is plenty good enough. But oh, okay, I, I felt like these picks could have been made three hours ago. <laughs> but <laughs> perhaps, perhaps neither but, here nor there. But we are ready to go. I, I do the same as well. I do the same as well. Um, for some so, reason, I am the only one who gets criticized on the podcast for doing this. Well, I didn't. Okay, when I do it, we we we. Okay, folks, this is the difference here. <laughs> I 
bring it up the first thing when we get on this Zoom because we talk for about an hour before we really get into the uh, get into recording. And the first thing I bring up is, hey, I didn't do the picks. And then we go through the lines, make sure we have the same lines. We're using the same sports book. We could have picked them at different times. So we're verifying that we each had the same lines. So we're giving you accurate information. You know, something you would expect out of a, a co-host. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we had just had a, we had a fantastic hour conversation <laughs> beforehand. Uh, this this uh, this recording um, <laughs> is actually better than usual, I, I would say. Um <laughs> But uh, probably yeah, more inter- probably one, I'm more interesting than usual. Something else. One so. big mistake. Uh, <laughs> the reason we have the, these talks is because we want to make sure we iron everything out, and we didn't have to have the mix. So, uh, yes, the it topic, does happen. The topics ways, that we were discussing very different in how it presents. The topics uh, that we were discussing probably were more interesting than than talking about picks, but that's okay. That's oh, I inside well, joke. You right. know, you always hope to be a part of one. Love to be a part of one one day. Yes. <laughs> um, you couldn't handle uh, my undivided attention. Yes. Um, all right. Yes. All right. Yes, exactly. All righty, folks. Uh, so we are. So here we go, folks. Uh, for week three of the college football. Uh, and I already missed one, it looks like. Okay. What is oh, the. You already missed one. Oh, you geez. can't I already the first miss one, one. when you haven't picked one. <laughs> Uh, I missed the first one. I, I I know what I want. I just forget the line. I think it was sixty and a half. Do you have the line on the uh, the oh, the total? Oh, I've got it here fifty four and a half. Never mind. Okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay. All right, folks. Sorry about that. Yes, a little, little, little premature, a little false start action there. Uh, my apologies. Five yard penalty. No, this uh, has been seven delay games. This is no false start. <laughs> Anyway, folks, the, the clock was broken, folks. The clock just remained on Just zero. like soccer. Just a like de- soccer stoppage time. It all comes back to soccer. A de- right as, back to so- as soccer Stephen a, As Stephen A. Smith family says, Stephen A. Smith famously says, a dead clock is right twice a day. So, anyway. Um, anyway, we are back. We are with us here. Uh, we are with you. We are with us. <laughs> <laughs> we are with you. Here are the picks. Uh, without any further, Without any further ado. Navy at Memphis under 46 and a half. Virginia at Maryland over 48. Army at UTSA under 44 and a half. This will be my first bet, but we best bet. We will reiterate this point again at the very end, but that's the first best bet, folks. Uh, next, we are going to go with uh, Utah State Air Force under 47. LSU, Mississippi State over 54 and a half. Penn State, Illinois, Penn State minus 14, 14 in the hook. Florida State, BC, FSU minus 26 and a half. Florida State minus 26 and a half. Uh, 26. Kansas, I, I had 26. Oh, 26. I think it's 26 and a half now. But, okay, we'll we'll use your line because we'll just use it. Uh, what did you have for the line? I, I don't know if I wrote this one. Down. Oh, no, I did incorrectly. All right, Kansas State. That's okay. I'll amend it here. Kansas State uh, at Missouri. Kansas State minus four and a half. Georgia Southern, Wisconsin. I agree with game day, Greg. Anytime Wisconsin has a total in the 60s, take the under. Uh, under 64. Liberty at Buffalo. I am going to make this my second best bet. Liberty minus a three and a half. Buffalo lost to Fordham and FCS school last week. I believe also we did give you as a best bet under under Buffalo under win total under six and a half minus 160. That is looking very good. If you can't beat an FCS school, you are not going to win 
seven games because uh, that That's was probably sure. a guaranteed win in the bookmakers' odds, and they are currently 0-2 after losing to Fordham last week. So Liberty, under three and a half. They also lost to Holy Cross, incidentally, last year, folks. Also an FCS school in their first home game. So they are 0-2 in their last home in their last recent in their most recent home openers both losses to fcs schools so liberty minus three and a half is the second best bet we will again reiterate this uh at the very end so there's no so there's so there's no lack of clarification so everyone's on the same page louis next game louisville indiana over 50 and a half wake forest at old dominion over 62 uh just because i want to do it one time long island university at baylor no line uh just because i wanted to say that one time folks no line there we go. Perfect. <laughs> I will not do that with every no line game, I promise, but I just want to do that the one time because the first game of the week, I believe, no line. Actually, no, Bethune Cookman in Miami also has no line, so whatever. Uh, anyway, moving right along to games that do have lines uh, Iowa State versus Ohio, ISU Cyclones minus three. Central, oh, no, that's got no line. Never mind. I'm not going to mention that. UMass, uh, Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan minus seven. Central Michigan, Notre Dame, Notre Dame minus 34 and a half. South Carolina, Georgia, over 54.5. Alabama, South Florida, under 61. San Diego State against Oregon State. Oregon State, minus 24.5. Oklahoma and Tulsa. Oklahoma, minus 27 and a hook. Uh, Minnesota and North Carolina. North Carolina, minus 7 and a hook. Um, Western Michigan and Iowa, under 42. Uh, Northwestern against Duke. Uh, I think I'm on the opposite side from game day rig on this. I will take Northwestern off a resounding 38 to seven win against UTEP. I bet against them last week. I will not make the same mistake this week. Give me Northwestern and the candy folks. Northwestern plus 19. I have a, I have a feeling this may be one of the favorites, uh, that Scott Van Pelt picks on a sports center show. He only takes underdogs. Usually folks 95% of the time. I have a feeling this might be one of them at the 19 points. So give me Northwestern and SVP potential pick plus 19 against against the Blue Devils of Durham, North Carolina. Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Rutgers minus seven. This is actually going to be my third best bet, folks. I'm a big believer in Rutgers. A trouncing, I believe, last week. Something like 33 to 31, something like that. 30, 31 to seven against Temple. Absolutely demolishing Temple last week after demolishing Northwestern in week, week zero. So my third and final best bet, Rutgers minus seven against Virginia Tech. Florida Internet. Again, we'll recap those best bets at the very end here, folks. Florida International against UConn, over 39.5. East Carolina against App State, Appalachian State, minus 9.5. Western Kentucky against Ohio State. Give me Western Kentucky and the points, plus 29. You, uh, you, uh, University of Louisiana Monroe against Texas A&M, over 53.5. Tulane and Southern Miss, over 49.5. Washington against Michigan State. Give me Washington, minus 16. Lots of turmoil in the Michigan State program, but we will not go into it because it's not my best bet. Georgia State against Charlotte, over 53.5. Tennessee against Florida, Tennessee minus 6.5. Northwestern, no, sorry, North Texas at Louisiana Tech, Louisiana Tech minus 4 and a hook. Uh, Northern Illinois, Nebraska, Nebraska minus 11. Vanderbilt at UNLV, over 59.5. Miami of Ohio at Cincinnati, Cincinnati minus 14 and a hook. South Alabama at Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State Cowboys minus 7. Uh, Louisiana, University of Alabama, Birmingham, a.k.a. UAB. UAB, Dragons, minus two and a half. Uh, James Madison at Troy, James Madison, plus three. San Jose State at Toledo, San Jose State, plus seven. Bowling Green against Michigan, Bowling Green, plus 40 and a half. 
Georgia Tech at Ole Miss, Ole Miss minus 18. BYU at Arkansas, Arkansas minus eight and a half. Akron at Kentucky, under 49 in the hook. Uh, Syracuse at Purdue, Purdue plus two in the hook. Um, Pittsburgh and West Virginia, over 48. Uh, Florida Atlantic at Clemson, under 51 and a half. Wyoming at Texas, over 48 and a half. Hawaii against Oregon, Oregon minus 38. TCU at Houston, over 64 and a half. New Mexico State against New Mexico, under 53 and a half. Battle of uh, of New Mexico there, folks. In-state rivalry. This will be the first athletic contest, I do believe, between New Mexico State and New Mexico since the shooting between the New Mexico State basketball team and some students at New Mexico last year. Just a, a side note. So hopefully... Hopefully, cooler heads will prevail. Uh, New Mexico recently passed a law where they said it's illegal to carry firearms, so maybe that will deter to deter the uh, any kind of uh, gun violence. But just a side note: don't know if you guys are aware of that, but that is in fact uh, an interesting spot for reasons off the field. So I thought I might I might throw that in there as an editorial comment. Uh, a battle of Colorado, the Boulders, the uh, the the Rocky High Mountain State. There, I think that's what it's called anyway. Uh, Colorado State at Colorado, Colorado minus twenty three and a hook. Uh, Fresno State at Arizona State, uh, Fresno State minus three. Kansas, uh, also quick editorial note in that game, Arizona State missing their three of their five offensive line starters in that game, folks, and they were not that great to begin with. So that is a big loss for Arizona State in, in the desert here in Tempe. Hopefully game time temperatures will be below 108, which is what it was last week, setting a record for an Arizona State home game uh, for a game time temperature. I think it's supposed to be in the 90s, so hopefully that will be a little bit better. I do not understand why they would schedule Arizona State to play three home games in September with the desert-like conditions in Tempe, but I have no idea. That doesn't make any – put that into the category, folks, of stuff that makes no sense. Fishy line category, that goes in there. So next up, we got uh, Kansas against Nevada. Kansas minus 28. Nevada lost to Idaho State, folks. An FCS program by about 30 left. We're giving week. analysis on every pick here. Is this, is, is, oh, this is the last one. These are the last two. We still have all NFL here. All we right. have every NFL pick with an analysis. Greg does not want to give you the educational information. I think you're entitled we, to. We had editorial analysis on the past four games, and, and, and <laughs> none of the four were best bets. <laughs> game, day, right, so game, day, game day. Game day, Greg giving us uh, the wrap up sign there, folks. Uh, all right, fair enough. No, I was just, I was just blatant. Well, let's get, let's okay. keep, let's keep moving. <laughs> UTEP against Arizona, Arizona minus eighteen. Best bets are, as we said, Liberty minus three and a half against Buffalo. It's my favorite best bet of the week. Uh, next up, Rutgers minus seven at home against Virginia Tech, and then we also gave you what was the last one we gave you. Uh, Rutgers. What was the third one? Excuse me. Did you write it down, Game Day, Greg? You probably did. Um, no, I didn't write it down. Oh uh, shit. Um, <laughs> no. Of course, of course, we can't even get the best bets together, folks. It's been it's been one of those podcasts, folks. It's been one of it's been a day. It's been it's been a day a day. A book of yore. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, another inside joke. We always want to be a part of one. Uh, I gotta look. might as well just make it Northwestern. You're against me. Nah, I'm not doing that. What was it? I got. I it was a good one too. I I liked it. Oh, so good you remembered it. <laughs> some some of those good I remembered it. Uh, we said Liberty. We said. Uh, what we say? 
Okay. God, I'm losing my mind. We here, didn't folks. say anything. You said I said I said Liberty. Uh, I said Rutgers. That was the second one. All right, folks. I'll just ag- agree with Game Day Greg because I do like his his thought process here of the trends. Take take the the Wisconsin. I don't even know their play. Oh, Georgia Southern. Take the Wisconsin Georgia Southern under under sixty four. We'll make that our third best bet. There we go, folks. So under so 64. Rutgers Rutgers minus seven. Uh, let me write this down because Ru- I don't want to forget it again. Rutgers Liberty minus three and a half at Buffalo. Minus three and a half at UB. Uh, VT at Rutgers, Rutgers minus seven. And we said Georgia Southern at Wisconsin under 64. And game day, can you just repeat your best bets for me again one time, sir? So I can have, we can have this for posterity. So we don't have to go back and listen to the ah, podcast. So that, this is the funny thing. Uh, I didn't write mine down, so I don't remember any of mine. Oh, so God. we're gonna have to go back. We're gonna have to go back and listen. I did not write mine uh, down. Uh, <laughs> I know you did. Uh, I know you did have Wisconsin under sixty-four. That I do remember. Uh, all right. Well, we'll yes, to... Wisconsin under. I had Wisconsin under sixty-four. Okay. I believe I had Wake Forest minus fourteen. You did. You did. You did. I do remember that. One, and right? my third best bet, I believe, was. Tennessee minus the six and a half against. It Florida. was okay. So. Uh, you had Wake Forest. Who are they playing? Wake Forest. We are so prepared, folks. Wake Forest is playing Old Dominion. And you said that and was then, Wake Forest minus fourteen at Old Dominion at ODU. Yep. And then Tennessee minus six and a half for it. Okay. Yep. Folks, it's one of those days, folks. One of those podcasts. Just you know, just bear with us. This is what makes it entertaining. It's it's with the interest and with the confusion. So uh, if, if yeah. they haven't fallen asleep, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm well, we've only we've only been on the air now for about uh, thirty five minutes. So hopefully not at this point. But I think it's been a little longer than thirty five minutes. Uh, I think, I think we would have to start recording at around eight ten. Uh, Eight, so it's it's eight forty two. So that'll be about thirty five minutes. I, I I do believe that my math. I got game day, Greg here, folks. Not not with the math. No, I'm saying that's what time we would have had to start recording. Oh, we did. I don't I, believe I, we started I, recording at eight ten. Oh, I that's, thought we did. Maybe maybe we did not. Okay, I thought we did. All right. Um, anyway, with, all right. Let's keep it moving. moving. Keep it moving. Um, game day, Greg. Keeping it moving here, folks. So yes. yes. All right, game day, Greg. Would you like points, to NFL? One of the points in the pre-production meeting was how tired I was, <laughs> and uh, of course we're going this over uh, because why not? Uh, I don't know why we're tired at seven o'clock at, at night, but okay, whatever, no worries. It's a ten-hour workday, sir. Uh, ten-hour workday is the answer to that question. So some of us work ten right. hours a day, some of us don't. That's the bottom line here, folks. But anyway, moving right around along the foot, the NFL, the pro game. Do you want to give us the records for last week, sir? <laughs> um. Or do you not do have I want to give you the records? Yes, let's let let's do that. Last week, folks. Wait, didn't you write these down, Penny Buckets? Or am I? Did I write these? Um, have we frozen? No, uh, I do have them. No, I do have the records. The records. Oh, you don't have them. Okay, no worries. The records. I was get Benny buckets was uh five and eleven. Not so good, but I did win. I was two and one on five and eleven overall in the sixteen picks. I was two and one on the best bets. The Eagles minus four. That was a a slight winner, one point winner, twenty five twenty. I did. Oh no, I didn't. Yes, 
No, I had the. I apologize. It's not the Eagles. I had the Jaguar. No, you. I did a. Jesus. I did have the. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh man. All the confusion. What all, the, the all, the, all the confusion, folks. Yeah, we're that was with the opposite. Folks, we're just. Ones. I thought we were just giving the record here, and I don't even know what he's what we're doing here. <laughs> so Eagles minus four was a one was a slight winner. We won by a point twenty five twenty over the Pats. <laughs> we had that. We had we had the Jaguars uh, minus five thirty one twenty one winners over. The uh, Colts, a very nice pickup by Oluwakan there, a pass breakup, a PBU with about 40 seconds left that that made sure that the cover was instated. It was a fourth and goal from the one with with uh, Minshew, and he could not complete the pass because of Oluwakan with a great pass breakup against uh, against Michael Pittman Jr. And then, of course, we did have the Seahawks minus five and a half, and that was a not a very good showing by Seattle. So two and one for Benny Buckets and the best bets. Game day, Greg, 79 overall, and I believe you were one and two. Am I correct on that, sir? I believe you had the Vikings minus six, outright loser. You had the Bills, lock of the week, outright loser. And uh, you had the e- you also had the Eagles minus four. That was the winner for you. So game day, Greg, one and two in the best bets. The only thing that really matters, not the actual overall records. Uh, Benny Buckets two and one the of the overall best records absolutely matter, folks. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> All they do. They don't that's post. why these shows are two two hours long. <laughs> if it was just a best bet show, it'd be twenty minutes long. So, uh, which is actually probably preferable at this point. <laughs> but uh, all right. And then, and then <laughs> game day, Greg seventy nine. That's a fantastic the, idea. Game, game day, Greg of the seventy nine overall record. Benny Buckets five and eleven. Uh, game day, Greg. Uh, would you like to start us off, or would you like me to start us off here with the lines and? Uh, we'll I can start us off. Okay. Uh, I can start us off. Um, so we got the Vikings here versus the Eagles on a Thursday night matchup, folks. Uh, the Eagles are six and a half point favorites. The over under is 49. Um, I'll start. I, I like the over here. I'm hoping for points. Uh, these are two offenses when clicking are absolutely fantastic and dynamic. And they have fantastic receivers on both sides. I mean, Justin Jefferson just picked up where he left off. <laughs> In week one, um, unbelievable. It doesn't matter who's covering him. He's going to get 100 to 150 receiving yards a game. Then Jordan Addison looked very impressive as well. Uh, Then you got to keep in mind some of the other weapons they have with Hawkinson and Madison. Madison started out slow. Uh, I don't really see him gaining much speed against his Eagles defense, uh, gaining gaining much steam in terms of fantasy production, which would be nice. Um, But that's a different conversation for a different day. Uh, I just love the weapons on both sides. Yes, the Eagles have a good have a good defense, although I don't think the Vikings do. I'm not too confident on a side, so I'm going to stick with the over. So over 49. Gotcha. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, so I have a little bit different. Uh, I'm not going to touch the total. Uh, just I feel like the Eagles defense is very good and I don't know how many points, especially Kirk cousins in a, in a primetime game, folks, Kirk cousins, a primetime game. This is really the rationale here. Uh, I'm playing the trend. Uh, and we even got the gift of a half point here, folks. So I, I believe earlier in the day, this is a seven point spread. We're now getting the hook to six and a half. So that's always very nice. I would still buy the hook folks down to six. I think here's my rule of thumb on buying the hook folks. If you don't know what buying the hook is, it means that you are, basically taking a little bit worse odds, generally 15 to 20% worse. So instead of laying minus 110, 110 to win 100, you are actually going to lay like minus 120 to minus 130. So you got to lay 120 to win 100 or 130 to lay 100, but you get the half point. 
So my rule of thumb is you always buy the half point down from seven to six and a half. You always buy the half point from six and a half down to six. You always buy the half point from four and a half to four. You always buy the half point from four and a half to uh, from four to three and a half. You always buy the half point from three and a half to three. You always buy the half point from three to three and a half. You also buy the half point around 10. The reason why, folks, is these are key numbers that a lot of these totals, a lot of these games end in are these kind of uh, common numbers, two field goal difference, one touchdown difference, field goal and a touchdown difference, uh, you know, four points, which is, you know, 17, 13, you know, two, two, you know, a little bit more than a field goal. So I always like to buy the points when you get around these key numbers, if it is a key number, in fact, that the line is. Uh, you're going to make a lot more money in the long run. Yeah, you do lose out a little bit of the winnings if it, if it doesn't hit right around that key number, but you're either going to get a push when you lose or you're going to win a little bit less. I love buying the hook uh, on those key numbers. So I would buy the hook here, folks, to move it from minus 105 at minus 6.5 over to um, you know to minus 6, but I still love it at 6.5. Uh, six is kind of in case somebody misses a field goal or you end up or somebody misses an extra point, uh, namely the Eagles in this case, or there's two field goal, it's two field goal win for the Eagles in, in that particular circumstance. But honestly, I think this is going to be a blowout. I got this game at six, uh, about mm, maybe around the middle of August. I was so confident again, Kirk cousins, uh, not a very good defense, Kirk cousins in prime time. This game got played last year. I believe the Eagles won something like 27 to three or something of that ilk. So, um, I like the un, I like sorry I like the Eagles minus six and a half in this circumstance. Next game up, this game has moved a bit, folks. Uh, this opened up at two and a half. Jaguars were plus two and a half underdogs at home. It has now moved to three and a half. I think that's because the trending uh, scenario here is that Travis Kelsey will play in this game. Chris Jones is definitely playing in this game. He just signed his contract on Monday, so he will be playing in this game. So you're getting two of the three best players back. Uh, on the chiefs back in this game. And I, uh, you know, I just don't see the chiefs going to, uh, Oh, and two, uh, but we'll give you the total as well. 51, which is an interesting total on, uh, two pretty high powered offenses and two relatively mediocre defenses. Although I think the Jaguars are a little bit def- better defensively than the chiefs, uh, even with Chris Jones, um, money line on this game is chiefs minus 185 Jaguars plus 154. I kind of already gave away which way I'm leaning here, folks. Uh, I definitely would buy the hook on this. Uh, I again, for our purposes, we don't, we don't, we will, we do not do hooks. We do not allow that to be part of the calculus here on Line Breaker Sports because we are men and we choose to to bet the regular lines without without hooking it, if you will, for lack of a better term. So, give me the Chiefs minus three and a half. Again, I just don't see them going to zero and two. I don't. Could they win by a field goal? Sure, that's why you buy the hook. But I don't see them going zero and two, folks. And this line has been moving in the Chiefs' direction. Uh, I'm sure all the public money in this game will be on the Chiefs. The pros will be the the pros will probably be on the Jaguars. The squares on the Chiefs, sharps on the Jaguars. But I again, I think this is one that sharps might have wrong. Uh, I just love the Chiefs in this spot, getting Kelsey back, most likely, and definitely getting Chris Jones back. Um, I again, I just don't see them going 0 into. I I think that's highly highly unlikely. So give me the Chiefs in this game. I think it should be a really good game. Uh, the over is an interesting possibility as well. But I'll take the Chiefs minus three and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. All right. I'm going to go with the over 51 here, folks. Uh, For a lot of the reasons Benny Bucket said, these are two high-powered offenses. Travis Kelsey will be getting a star receiving weapon back, uh, which will make the offense hum again, which will make his weapons around Travis Kelsey even better because the pressure will be off of them, uh, even though they don't have really 
a great wide receiver at all. Um, but Mahomes is Mahomes. He makes average wide receivers good. Good wide receivers great. Great, great wide receivers elite. Um, and I like the Jaguars offense. I like what I saw week one. I think Calvin Ridley is going to have a fantastic year. Um, and he's got other weapons around him. Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne, poised to have a big year as well. So I'm going to take the points. Give me over 51. All right. Next up here, we have got the Las Vegas Raiders against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills are eight and a half point favorites. The over under is 46 and a half, minus 115 to the over, minus 105 to the under. Raiders plus 310 on the money line. Bills minus 395. I am going to go with, of course, Benny <laughs> Buckets. Always right. Under 46 and a half. Oh, wow. Game day, Greg. Under 46 and a half here. Notice folks. how we and did this, not pick the Raiders. And this, and this, and this, and this will be one of my best bets wow. as well. Um, I saw everything I needed to see in the week one Bills defense. I, the Jets offense is, even with Zach Wilson, I think has better weapons than the Raiders offense uh yes they have game manager jimmy garoppolo i do like the bills with the spread here uh of course being the homer that i am however i do like the total here a little bit more i I could see this being a 30 to 7 game uh 30 to 14 game so give me the under 46 and a half as my first best bet well i'm surprised folks uh almost every single week blindly game day Greg goes Bills usually minus the points because they're usually favored or plus the points if they're playing the Chiefs on the road. That's usually the only time they're the underdog folks. Uh but I uh this year they'll probably be underdogs also at the Eagles um because they are playing in Philly this year. But so those will probably be the two maybe the yeah the Cowboys game could be interesting too. That could be an interesting one regarding the point spread when that comes out. I think they're playing in November or October, something like that. But anyway, to get back to this particular game, uh, what is the, the are the Bills minus nine and a half? You said game day, Greg. I just want to make sure. Eight and a half. Oh, I love the Bills. Give me the Bills all day. This is a perfect you're going to see a theme here, folks. This is the perfect spot for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, you'll never hear that again, folks. So, I love the Bills. Uh, it, it, it pains me to say because there are certain factors that make it very hard to pick the bills in any circumstance. And we don't need to bet, be a dead horse as to who it's that like individual may, may or may not be. But March next to Hitler with the way, uh, oh. with the way Betty Buckets talks about him here. Uh, yikes. Wow. I wasn't going to go that far. Maybe next to, maybe next to a certain president who is uh number 45, maybe next to him, but I wasn't going to go that far, but. <laughs> Game game day, game day game day Greg over the top here, folks. We'll game, cut that game, out. We'll game, cut game, that out. That's game, not Spotify worthy. We'll game, cut that game, out. Game, game day Greg just drops the nuclear bomb there, folks, and pun intended with the Hitler World War II reference. Uh, but uh, anyway, what you talk about? There's not a nice thing the guy has ever done. He's never said a nice word. He's never no. complimented a, fa- a guy's family. He's never listen. I thought the story about him giving the ride to the kid from atlanta uh when they rented a car was a very nice story i have no problem with him personally i uh, this is the truth just to clarify for the listeners because a lot of our listeners are bills fans and some may be like greg and be delusional and pollyannish and think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread no i don't have a person that. well whatever he's even the greatest bills does. coach in history so <laughs> well that's it's a very low bar folks and he's not marv levy marv levy is the best coach in bills history not by far yes but um, 
I don't have a personal, I actually think he's a decent guy. I, I really don't have a personal beef with him. It's just his demeanor with the media, the way he speaks to them, which is the only conduit us fans really have directly to the decision makers, the players, the coaches, Brandon Bean, the general manager, the, the owners of the team, the Pagulas. Uh, by the way, that particular individual is also in some hot water for some that, allegations. Oh, and by the way, that is the most BS story in the history of BS stories. Well, it's hearsay, so he better have some proof if he's going to bring it to the table. But we'll, that is a we'll, disgruntled, fired employee trying uh, to uh, save network, himself. Yes. Well, that no, he's trying, he's trying to recruit money. He's not trying to answer Art Rooney back. was one of the names. Art Rooney was one of the names. No, so. I heard I heard it was just Jerry Jones and Pagula. I did not hear Art Rooney in that. Part. Art Rooney was the third, yes. So Jerry oh, I, Jones, not, I only Rooney. heard Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has been accused of that before, so that actually is somewhat believable. Which, Art Rooney, uh, I, did not, Art, yeah. I, I did not hire Art Rooney, but be that as it may, we'll get back to McDermott here real quick. Um, I do not have a person, personal issue with him. I, in fact, I think he's probably a good guy. Like I, he's one of the kind, kind of guy you don't have a beer with, to be honest with you. But when it comes to his, <laughs> his demeanor. Yes, Benny Buckets and Sean McDermott are yeah. getting a beer. Uh, <laughs> Folks, Benny Buckets is coming up this next weekend here, and that's, yeah. I think that's going to be one of the first things that he does. I'll call him up right away. Hop I'll off the plane and get a beer with uh, yeah, Sean McDermott. Yes. yes, I'll give him all my insights into how to – better handle the media. But my issue here, folks, is the way he speaks to the media, which is essentially the way he speaks to the fans, because it's the only conduit, like I said, we the fans have to coaches and decision makers and players, because we can't directly ask them questions. The media is our proxy to do so. Um, Is very, uh, how do I put it? Opaque, non-transparent, folks. And, you know, I've made this comparison before. Bill Belichick also is very similar. I would not say McDermott is quite as ornery as Bill Belichick, in fairness. In fairness. However, Bill Belichick has earned the right. You win six Super Bowls, even if it's with one quarterback and you have a losing record with every other quarterback who's ever played for you in both Cleveland when he was originally the coach there and now with the New England Patriots with Mac Jones. Okay, but he still won six Super Bowls. You've earned the right, and you can act in a certain way with lack of decorum if you are that successful. Unfortunately, that's the way of the world. However, when you have not won anything, you have not made a Super Bowl, you have not won a Super Bowl. I'm not asking him to win six or five or four or three or two, but maybe one before you start acting like you're bigger than or too big, bigger than everyone else or too big for your britches. That is my issue with Sean McDermott. Two point, one point on this, and then I will move on uh, and, 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 uh, re, uh, but not regress. What's the right word? Um, digress. 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 Thank you. I said digress. Last year. And we have regressed as well, by uh, the way, this, we'll this podcast has regressed. <laughs> so that was the correct wording. Yes. <laughs> Yes, game day, Greg, very much a, d- a defender of Sean McDermott. It's 9 o'clock, and okay. we have all the NFL games to go. <laughs> all right, well, last point on this. Um, <laughs> when Vaughn Miller was out for the year last year, folks, and uh, in the in the uh, very uh, uh, disappointing injury against the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, and the reporters asked uh, how long he would be out, how long the rehab would be, and if he could confirm the ACL injury two days later, Sean McDermott refused to do so. Just blatantly lying to the media, even though it was already been reported that the MR was done and he was just very opaque. And I just do not have respect for that kind of mentality from the head football coach of any team, 
Um, so that is my beef with Sean McDermott, folks. It is not a personal one. I do not have a personal issue with him. I do not wish ill. I do not wish ill will on him, Ill, him or his family whatsoever. It is strictly about his treatment of the media, and thus by proxy and extension, the fans. And I digress. The floor is yours, sir. Actually, the floor is the floor is mine because you made the pick first with the somehow the floor is still yours yes <laughs> I, I don't know how but the floor is still yours all right moving right along as we as we move off the sean mcdermott and that will be the only time folks we will have that analysis of the coach specifically. i hope i hope <laughs> moving right along uh seahawks at Lions. we were analyzing the chiefs jaguars game when this came up by the way I already Weren't gave the Chiefs pick. No, I give the Bills. No, we were analyzing the Raiders' Bills. It said minus eight and a half. On the oh, bill. I wrote it down differently. That's, that's how long ago we gave these picks, folks. <laughs> uh, I wrote these down the wrong way. And, uh, I guess Bill. Just to clarify, Bills minus eight and a half. Okay, folks. Uh, Bills minus eight and a half. Bills minus okay, eight. Perfect. Uh, angry Bills team coming off a loss. Raiders with a win, probably feeling a little overly confident. Don't need the game like the Bills do. So I like the Bills to blow them out. Uh, at least 10-point win, probably 14-plus points. Uh, next game, Seahawks-Lions. Lions minus 5.5. Uh, totals 47.5. Um, uh, Seahawks plus 195 on the money line. Lions minus 238. I actually bet this, folks, before the season. I got it minus 2.5. Loved it and under a field goal. Not so much at 5.5. The three points makes a big difference. So I am going to pass on the – Total on the line. Obviously, I can't bet on the Seahawks. If I bet on the Lions preseason minus two and a half, I can't really in good conscience bet the Seahawks plus five and a half. So I am going to take the over in this game, folks. Uh, Seahawks defense is awful last week against, I think, an inferior offense to the Rams. And they were a, a, a inferior offense that was the Rams to the Lions. And they were at home giving up 30. Um, I think the Seahawks should be able to move the ball somewhat on the Lions. Uh, I think it will be a raucous crowd. I still think the Lions will win the game, but I would not be shocked if it was a three or four point game. Hence, I can't pick the Lions minus five and a half or five and a hook. So I will take the over 47 and a half. Two really good offenses. I think last year this game went was in the 70s. Uh, basically, same roster, same quarterbacks. I think the Seahawks won like 45, 35 or something of that ilk, somewhere around there. So 47 and a half seems like a really good value to me. Give me the over 47 and a half Seahawks. And Lions over 47 and a half. All right, I'm gonna go a bit different. I'm gonna take Lions in the points. Uh, I'll take Lions minus five and a half. I'm very impressed with what happened week one, folks, to go into Kansas City on Thursday night, opening night, and win. Uh, I don't care if you have Travis Kelsey or not, I did not expect that. I don't think too many people did expect them to flat out just win. Um, in Kansas City, and that's exactly what they did. And now they're coming home for their home opener against this lesser Seahawks team. And listen, the Lions didn't even use the we their weapons the way they should have. Jameer Gibbs only played, 20, what, 25% of the snaps? And he's the most electric player on the field every single time he's out there? I mean, David Montgomery uh, is a two-time thousand-yard rusher. He's no chop liver. Let's, you know, let's not No, that. absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I, I do think Jameer Gibbs needs to be out there, if not every play. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to be out there every play. He's absolutely electric. Um, and I think this Lions offense can do some amazing things. Um, so, yeah, give me Lions minus five and a half. Okay. Lions minus five and a half for game day, Greg. Uh, next game up here, we've got the Chargers minus three at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, 
Total in the game, 45 and a half. Chargers minus 148. Titans plus 124. Game day, Greg. Take it away, sir. Yes, sir. This will be my best bet number two, folks. Uh, we'll reiterate these again at the end, but best bet number two incoming. Chargers minus three here. I think this is the obvious play. Uh, the Chargers offense can put up points, folks. Um, and I, although I don't like picking it, for some reason these Mike Vrabel teams are pesky and they can stay in games, but I think this Chargers offense is just going to be way too much for the Titans to handle. Um, and likewise, I don't think the Titans offense can move the ball at all unless Derrick Henry is running the ball. So uh, for those reasons, give me Chargers minus three. I do think this would be closer to a touchdown. Yeah, I disagree. Unfortunately, here usually, uh, we, yeah, I I bet on the Chargers last week. I bet them. I worry. I I picked them last week. I bet on them. Uh, listen, the Chargers just Charger man. It's called Chargering. With the Bills, it's called McDermotting. All right, uh, we, we'll digress there from that because we already did our McDermott analysis. But I just uh, I thought we I thought we said we weren't going <laughs> to talk about it anymore. Didn't we? Well, I did. It. I just I brought up that one point and then I'm leaving it. Oh, alone. we like, no, we we said we weren't going to because <laughs> that's how we talk when we talk about McDermott, even though one person's talking about McDermott. Anyway, so folks, I, I digress. I digress. <laughs> we both digress. Give me we the digress. Yes. Me, yes. The, uh, listen, char- I can't talk about charging though because I didn't say I wouldn't talk about charging. So staleying maybe I don't know. Worst coach in the NFL, even worse than the aforementioned previous coach whose name I won't mention because I said I wouldn't. Even worse than him, honestly. So this game day, Greg, almost falls out of his chair, folks. I am about to fall asleep, folks. Uh, <laughs> we are so, McDermotting, we're staleying, we are wrecking, yeah, we're, 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 we're doing it all. That's what the wrecks. Uh, yeah, yes. no, the Chargers just Charger. Um, uh, yeah, I like the Tennessee at home. I do. I, I think they'll be able to run the ball. Uh, Chargers on the road, basically flying two thirds or three quarters of the country to Tennessee. Uh, I just like the char. I like the tar- I like the Titans. I like Vrabel as a home dog. I think that's a really good spot. Even though obviously the Chargers have a much bigger advantage of quarterback with Herbert against Tannehill, it's a huge disadvantage. I still like the Titans defense. I like the Titans running game with Derrick Henry. So give me the Titans plus three. Perfect. Okay. Makes me even more confident on my best bet. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so next here we go. I, I don't blame you. Um, next we got the Ravens at the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are minus three and a half, uh, minus 105. Ravens plus three and a half, minus 115. Total in this game is 46 and a half, folks. Uh, Bengals minus 180, Ravens plus 150. I'll go first on this one. Give me the Ravens. Um, Bengals very, very disappointing here last week. Uh, Joe Burrow said post game, and I think this was very telling, his calf was quote unquote good enough. That is not a ringing endorsement, folks. Bang, uh, Ravens against, I know, a very, you know, probably projected to be one of the worst offenses in the league and the Texans, but still, I think they only gave nine points. I think they went 25 to nine, if I'm not mistaken, or 25 to 10. I think it was 25 to nine, three field goals did not even allow a touchdown last week against the upstart CJ Stroud to Ryan's combo in Houston. So I like the Ravens plus a three and a half. Um, I think they could still lose the game. You, the nice thing here is you, you could still lose the game by a field goal and you're covering. Um, so you're getting the field goal hook there with the with the extra half point on the three. So, and I think the Ravens got a decent chance to win it outright, to be honest. So give me the Ravens plus three and a half. Ravens plus three and a half. All right, uh, I like that. 
And for a lot of the analysis that you mentioned, I'm going to go with the under 46 and a half. I was not impressed with Joe Burrow at all. Granted, the weather conditions weren't the greatest, but that's no excuse. You just paid the man the most money in NFL history. <laughs> for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like, why, why, wear a glove then. All right, Kenny Pickett, wear a glove. I, I, like, <laughs> that that bothered me. Um so yeah, I, I think this point. Did he make that excuse? By. I didn't catch it. Did he? Did he say that? Did he say the reason? No, he but was the, the broadcasters kept remember. alluding to it that oh, he couldn't okay. get a grip. Well, they the both ball. they he both play in the same conditions, so I don't exactly, understand. exactly. Yes, it, he couldn't make a simple. He couldn't make a throw to the sidelines. That's got to be concerning, I think, for the, uh, the Bengals. But whatever. Um, yeah, so give me under forty six and a half here. No points. All right, yeah. next up. We have got the Packers versus the Falcons. Packers are a one-point dog, folks. The over-under is 40 and a half. And let's see what the money line is. I didn't pull it up. Packers are minus 115 on the money line. Falcons minus 105. I'll start here. I'm going to go with the Falcons as the one-point dog. I I like what I see from the Falcons, folks. I picked them to win their division uh, before the year. And uh, their main competition is the Saints. The Saints are good, yes, but I do think the Falcons, if they can put it all together, are going to be the better team. And I think that's just what – that's the case here. I I mean, yes, Jordan Love did have an impressive week one against the Bears. Uh, Bears defense uh, that gave up 38 points and their starting linebackers make a combined how much this year? Um, so, uh, <laughs> between Tremaine Edmonds and, uh, uh, yeah, I don't even really know who the other guy was. Uh, just Tremaine, uh, or who was yeah. the other guy? I honestly don't know. I didn't watch the game, so I'm not TJ sure. Edwards, TJ Edwards. Oh, uh, the former Eagle, the former Eagles. Eagles. Yes. Uh, very pathetic performance, uh, from, uh, the two-time pro bowler Tremaine Edmonds, uh, 38 points, uh, defensive leading, um, yeah, leading defense. That, that's gotta be concerning folks. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, Terrell Bernard had a better game uh, than Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, Terrell Bernard made some nice plays. He was very active in pass game. Um, he is a little undersized in the run defense. However, he can get to the ball and he can shed a block, um, which is nice. So uh, it's just not a six foot seven freak of nature that uh, second he gets engaged in the block seems to shut down. Um, uh, that's off topic. Um, we're not going to bring that up. Um, so, yeah, give me the Falcons plus one. Yeah, um, I like that pick a lot. Uh, is it plus one? I was plus one and a half a little while ago. Is it plus one now? I just want to verify that. Um, yes, it is. Plus one. Wow. Okay, so the money's coming on the Falcons a little bit. My mind is telling me, uh, or my my heart is telling me Falcons plus one, and I kind of like that, but I just feel like 40 and a half is just way too low. I feel like the value is more on the total than the, I, I could see the Packers winning this game. It's possible. I just don't see any way there's not 41 points in this game. I mean, both decent defenses, but the Falcons, I know Desmond Ritter is not highly regarded, but just so many weapons. Probably one of the so top many weapons. Probably one of the top two or three offensive lines in the whole game with the Falcons. And frankly, I think Jordan, I, and I said this before the year, and if you followed our futures picks and our NFL preview show, I told you, and Game Day Greg was laughing at me, folks. I told you Packers were going to make the playoffs, and I still believe that. And I'm a Jordan Love believer. And I saw last year when he replaced Don Rodgers in the Sunday Night Football game and almost got the Packers 
They only lost by three points when they were down by, I think, 14 or 17 when he entered the game. Basically got him right back in the game, and all they needed was an onside kick recovery and a field goal or a touchdown to win the game or a field goal to send it to overtime. I'm a big I, – I really am a big believer in Jordan Love. I think he's coachable. I think the, the team wants to play for him. Um, I think they really want him to do well and make and make him look good. Um, and there, there's a lot of motivation behind him. Um, I think he's unifying more so than Rodgers was as a personality. He's not as polarizing, um, despite Rodgers' great accolades and accomplishments as a, as a QB in this league for you know almost 20 years at this point or like 17, 18 years. But I, I don't know. I just – I can't pick the Falcons just because I could see Jordan Love just having a monster game. But I do think both teams will put up points. So give me, you know, again, no weather conditions here, folks. No weather issues. You're dealing with a dome. You're not dealing with rain or wind or any, you know, any kind of other nonsense. So give me the Falcons and Packers over the 40 and a half. Um, Next up, next up, folks, this is probably one of the worst games of the season, to be honest with you. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at Houston Texans. It's a battle of the second overall pick and the fourth overall pick, Anthony Richardson for the Colts, number four, and then uh, C.J. Stroud, number two overall for the Texans. Oh, man, this is – if you have to watch this game, folks, this is in your local viewing market, this is a this is a pass, folks. This is a pass <laughs> on watching this. I mean, I guess – You'd rather watch the WNBA playoffs at that point. Yes, yes. Go, go Vegas Aces. I got a futures ticket on them uh, as an aside. But, um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Betty Buckets is, is, is laser sharp. It doesn't matter the sport, folks. Laser sharp. Plus 175. He had that line last I Christmas. Did. I, he I had did. that line last Christmas. I got it. I got it back in May, like in the third week of the season, but still plus or June, whatever. How did you get a playoff line? Wait. Oh, oh no. Futures, right? futures, futures. Oh, plus 175 okay. to win it out. Yes. Plus 175. Okay. They're now. Down, I think the plus 150, the Liberty, or uh, or they're no, they're minus 150, and the Liberty are plus 150. So I got a good price. Yeah, your bet was what swayed it that much. Oh, yeah, yeah all, you, you all, were... all 75 dollars really swayed it, but anyway, hey, uh, that's that's he's right. That's I think lot. I would rather watch WNBA playoffs or soccer. There will be football on if you're in that market. You could always watch the Liga or Serie A or or the Bundesliga or the Premier League, but we're not going to talk too much about that because that's the next show. Uh, anyway, breathe folks, some fresh air and get the same amount of enjoyment. Exactly. Uh, but oh man, this is tough. I, I, uh, ugh, ugh. this is an ugh. pick. This is also, I think, the toughest game of the week to pick. Honestly, what? I'm just gonna. I do. I believe. That. I'm just gonna go with the Texans plus one. I'm just gonna go with the, the home team. Uh, I'm not a believer in the Colts. I told you, probably my favorite total this year was the under six and a half on the Colts. So give me the Texans. I don't like it. This is it. I would stay very far away from this uh, with a 10-foot pole. Where, where, If you're going to pick this game, Game Day Gray will like this joke, so I'm setting it up. Please wear a condom if you're picking this game for protection because this is just a – this is a terrible game to pick, folks. This is just one that you want to avoid. So as Game Day Greg is laughing his ass off, so we will defer over to you, sir, with that analysis. Uh, go ahead, Yikes. Uh, yeah. That's quite the reference. Um, <laughs> it went over my head. I, I don't understand it, but uh, um, I just think it's funny that it was mentioned. Um, all right. I am going to go on the opposite side here. Colts minus the one. Oh, of course he is, folks. Uh, I had, hey, listen, I had Colts minus one written down before you you were, you were had your uh, definitive Texans you. pick there. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, Very you, definitive. You, Very definitive. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, I like the Colts. I, I like Anthony Richardson. 
I like him as a kid. I like him as a person. I like him as a football player. I think he has all of the intangibles necessary. The one downside, of course, is the accuracy, but I think that can be changed with some mechanical um, mechanical changes. But, yeah, I like the Colts. I don't know why. I just I just do. I, I That lot, that over-under is probably right where it deserves to be at 39 and a half. If anything, I would just take the under. Um, and not watch this game, set it and forget it. So uh, I'll just take Colts minus one uh, because I like to be a little different. All right. Uh, I keep forgetting that I we are going back and forth here with the analysis. We are. We are. The, so you're uh, up next. Yes, sir. Lead up here. Uh, Bears, Bucks. This is probably equally as enjoyable to watch, folks. Um, apologies if you're in these markets as well. Uh <laughs> Yeah, Bucks minus two and a half or the two and a half point favorites. The over under is forty and a half. And let's see, Bucks minus one forty two, Bears plus one twenty. Thank you, sir. All right, I am going to take the Bucks minus two and a half. I hemmed and hawed and hemmed and hawed some more. And the, what the Bucks did to go to beat the Vikings—that's impressive. Um, now they're playing at home. You got Baker Mayfield. You've got healthy Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Um, got got some weapons. A good running back. I forgot the guy's name, but I think he's a good, he's a pretty good. Uh, right? Rashad White. Rashad White, I believe, is the yeah. starter. Uh, he's come off a thousand yard year, I believe. I don't know about that. Rookie. I think Fournette. No, I think Fournette was a, a vulture there. Was he? Okay. But, Anyways, uh, I I don't like this. This is more uh, anti Bears pick, folks, than a uh, pro Bucks pick. I'll just take the Bucks minus two and a half against that uh, suspect defense, to say the least. Very good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We actually have no family play here, folks. Believe it wow. or not. Wow. Uh, this is the second game of the year that I bet before the season started. Uh, on one side, I'm going with the other. The first was the Jets-Bills game. I did bet the Bills. Uh, money line, and then I went reverse, went with the Jets. I'm 1-0 doing that. This will be hopefully the second one. I'm doing 2-0. This is Benny Bucket's flip-flop pick of the game here. I am. I, I was very impressed with the Bucks win. I was actually very impressed with Ty Bowles, folks. There was a decision, a fourth and one from their own 32 with about seven minutes left, and Bowles went for it. Very un-Bowles-like. I don't know what – got into him he's all of a sudden became staley uh in a good sense by being aggressive or even coaches are coachable i guess so because something that's the total anti bowls way and they got it they got it by a few inches they did a sneak and uh baker got got the first and they ended up being able to run out the clock in that circumstance actually they got the field goal a 56 yarder from chase mclaughlin the former uh indianapolis colts kicker bill's great also with the bills i believe in preseason if i'm not mistaken uh sure. so yeah i i i i just not a believer in the bears uh, bears defense despite acquiring a very good middle linebacker there two-time pro bowler and tremaine Edmonds, not very good 38 points last week 38 points yeah not week. yeah not all his fault this is one one man of an 11 man unit just saying but oh uh, now he's a one man of an 11 man unit yes okay yeah. so that's what okay <laughs> all right i just wanted to know where the line was uh <laughs> 38 points it is okay all right, all right. 
Uh, by the way, seven of those points was a pick six, so that wasn't actually the Bears' defense fault. But that's you know neither here nor there. Let's let's not get facts. Well, Tremaine didn't let, hype him up enough. For the, he's not a leader. He's not a yeah, leader. Let, let's not let facts get in the way of a good story here, sir. Uh, just you know. But anyway, uh, I digress on that point. Well, facts do say that they give up thirty-eight points. Well, they give thirty-one. The defense gave up thirty-one. The offense gave up seven. But again, let's not let facts get in the way of a good story. For so. a total of thirty-eight. For Correct. a total of thirty-eight. <laughs> but okay. the defense isn't responsible for the pick six of the offense. Just saying. Correct. Correct. Okay. Right, at least we agree on that. Thank you, sir. Uh, but anyway, I do like the Bucks. Uh, I just think they're the better team. And agreed. Especially at home, uh, I think we're in lockstep on this. This does not happen often, folks. So lockstep. Prob- we could be so, more lockstep with everything about that game. So from, probably from run the, the pick to the defenses. So, so probably go the other way. Run, don't walk to the cage, and hammer the Bears in that case. But we will both <laughs> go with the box. <laughs> so. Yeah, Justin Fields' career year, uh, career game. I right, listen. Game. He went from like my. He went from like plus one one hundred to one odds to win the uh, MVP to like twenty to one in like three weeks. So there was a lot of hype wow. around him for the record. But uh, anyway. Huh. Uh, yes, so we will go there. Um, is it my turn? Yes, it is my turn, right? Okay, let me get back, back to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, one second here. I'm trying to maneuver, and we are back. Uh, next game, we already got Packers. Uh, I did not fill it out on my bracket here, but I won't. You went with the Packers. You went with the Falcons, right? Minus one, correct? Just want to make sure. Falcons plus one, correct. Oh, plus one. I'm sorry. My apologies. Falcons plus one. Okay. Did not have that on my bingo card, folks. Uh, okay. Uh, next up. I am all over the place. I'll correct later. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got the Rams and 49ers, folks, from SoFi. It should be a very interesting game. Rams are a seven and a half point underdog. Uh, totals 45. Um, the uh, Money line is 49ers minus 55, Rams plus 280. Second hardest game of the week to pick, folks. Rams really shocked last week. Uh, you know, I, I don't think anyone really expected them to beat the Seahawks last week, especially against the 12th man. Um, but they showed up and they showed out and they outgained the Seahawks by 246 yards. They almost doubled up the Seahawks in terms of yards gained and they more than doubled them up on the scoreboard 30 to 13 and shut out the Seahawks actually in the second half they were up third Seahawks are up 13 to 6 and the Rams went off for 24 unanswered in the second half so very impressive showing by the Rams uh the mentality is a little bit different this year with the Rams they're more going with the toughness factor not so much the finesse with the with the open air passing game they're going with the toughness factor that Sean McDermott uh Sean McVay excuse me not Sean McDermott Sean McVay very hard with the Irish Sean's there, if you will, or Irish last names with the Mick. But uh, anyway, uh, easy with the confusion there, folks. Uh, I very much like the Rams uh, mentality. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Rams here. I can't believe I'm doing this. I don't like the hook. I don't like the hook folks. It's just, it just got a weird feeling like, so much hype for the Niners. Everyone's saying they're the best team in football. They went from like plus 900 odds to plus 475 to win the Super Bowl. They went from like third or fourth favorite to favorite now. I Just a scary spot. And you got another road game, second road game in a row. I, I know I'm probably going to regret this. I know logically I should probably go with the Niners, but 
and, and the Niners have the Rams record perennially. Kyle Shanahan, I think McVay's only beat them once or something like that in the regular in the in the regular season, maybe twice. I know they beat them in the um NFC Championship game two years ago in the Super Bowl. They beat the Bengals at SoFi, but I don't know. I just it's just more of a gut. I would not touch this game, folks. I'm gonna say that right now. I would not buy the hook. Uh, if I was then if I was betting on the night, I would just stay away. But if I had to bet it, which you know, or I had to pick it, I guess I don't have to bet it, but I do have to pick it here. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm gonna go a little different. Give me the Rams plus seven and a half. Perfect. I'm gonna take the Niners minus seven and a half. <laughs> uh, for all the reasons Benny Buckets uh <laughs> pointed out, actually. Um, <laughs> the 49ers do have the Rams number. Um, and listen, this 49ers offense is humming. They made the Steelers look like a JV team in week one. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, when healthy, is the best running back in football. Uh, it is debatable, but uh, I do believe between his pass-catching ability and his running ability, he is the best back in football. Uh, 1A, 1B with Eckler, uh, in my mind. But, yeah, no, I just love the way Brock Purdy runs his offense, the way Kyle Shanahan calls the plays. Uh, they operate very smoothly, great offensive line. Um, great defense, much different defense than what the Rams faced in week one with the Seahawks. Um, better linebackers, uh, Drake Greenlaw, fantastic linebacker. Uh, um, I smile because Benny Buckets had him on his fantasy football team last year. He was debating with me whether he should uh, keep him or drop him because we have a dynasty it was, league. It was and... either him or Tyler Algier. I'm very happy I kept Tyler Algier. Yes, so. he kept Tyler Algier. However, uh, I took Trey Greenlaw uh, oh, away. You? He's now uh, on my team. Starting. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, I... Oh, huge... you didn't know that. Oh, I did not. No, I did not follow. I did not follow the waiver wire very closely, to be honest with you. So, oh, we'll have to have an offline conversation. But I don't know if you remember the draft. There's two spots that I think I took your pick. Um, Who else did you take? Well, took who you were thinking about taking in the draft because I picked right before you. And then you took forever to pick. (laughs) Who who was the other one? You know, Jalen Hyatt. I think I think you were about oh, to take Jalen Hyatt, and I, I took him I right took. before I, you. Who did I pick? Do you know? Come it on. ended up being like a fourth quarterback on your team, and it, and you took and you took him within the last ten seconds of the of it? the it draft clock. 30... So I know you were panicking. I gotta look at my roster. I gotta look. Oh, at my let's roster. not do this now. I got an offline, offline, All right, offline, <laughs> offline, 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 offline. <laughs> Most of the people who listen to the show are in that league, so they probably would get, you know, they get the insight. That's true. That's true. Um, yes, fantasy fo- football is wonderful, folks. We could probably have a spinoff show just in fantasy football, but uh, it wouldn't be going to work tomorrow. All right. Uh, did we give our picks? 49s Rams. We all set? Good there? Yeah, we're good. We're good. You're okay. up now. Giants Cardinals. Uh, another. <laughs> Fantastic game! I don't even know. If this, you're will watch be, this, this will be this will be on about right yes. There. I I did I did wager on it. I won't say which way I wagered on it, but I did wager on it. It is in I, my local market, so I will be watching this game. It will be I actually, will actually played, it will be played three miles from my uh from my residence. So yes, three miles from the residence. That's why I'm going to defer to Benny Buckets here. Giants Cardinals. Cardinals oh, you're deferring five and a half point. But it's dogs. your first. It's your pick, though. You have to pick first. But you're in the, it's your hometown pick. Oh, okay. I guess. All right. He's deferring. He's he is he is he is he, he you, option to we, defer. You get one defer a week. Uh, I think I that's we, true. Yes, yes, we yes we did not use it last so week, this, but but he is. This re- is my defer. First defer, defer of the 2023 season. Okay. Congratulations. He, is, he has Amazing. deferred until the second half. The kickoff. He will. He will not receive. He will. He will. Uh, he will. He will kick off instead. Defense. Defense. 
What is the line in the game, sir? Uh, yeah, the Cardinals are five and a half point dogs. The over under is forty. I don't know what it is to the over, what it is to the other. I don't know the money lines either. I just know it's going to be a barn burner. Say it again. It's what? How many points? Five and a half. You said five and a half. Yep. And the total forty. Oh, thank you. The exact amount of points that was <laughs> the Giants gave up in the first game against the Cowboys. Yeah. So, uh, and um, the exact amount of points in the game. Yes, exactly. Um, I am going to take the Giants. Uh, same philosophy here, folks, as to why I'm taking the Bills. Um, the, the the Giants are the much superior team. We've already kind of gone over it. The Cardinals As probably the worst. Yeah, I mean, well, the Cardinals actually played quite well, uh, all things considered, and actually covered the spread against the Commanders. The greatest 40 nothing loss I ever saw. No, it's about the Commanders. Uh, the Commanders covering against the Cardinals. Uh, even though the Cardinals had, I think, the lowest win total in the league. Uh, at three and a half, and nobody was else was below five and a half. So, um, I personally just feel like that. Let's call it uh, part of my French year, but we are not on the FCC airwaves, so we can use it. That ass whipping or ass whooping, depending on uh, your vernacular. Um, I do believe. We have to that out. I don't know. Uh, but we might. Who cares? knows? Who cares? Um, that ass whipping, regardless. Um, I think that. <laughs> so will he win- says it again. I think. <laughs> Uh, that ass whooping. Uh, I, I I think that will because it was of that proportion where it probably deserves three references. Honestly, forty to nothing against the team that's not very good offensively. But anyway, I digress there. Um, I think that will wake up the Giants. I think this is like those games where they just get crushed is the best week to bet them. Is the next week they're going to be motivated, they're going to be embarrassed, and they're going to take all their anger and. And uh, and and aggression on a, a very poor Cardinals team. So I also believe that at least half the building will be Giants fans. I think the Cardinals are going to be like the Chargers this year, where the road team is going to have the majority of the fans in the building every week. Uh, it's usually like that in Arizona to begin with anyway, but given how bad the Cardinals are projected to be, I don't expect much uh, enthusiasm for the Cardinals uh, to protect the nest, quote-unquote. They're saying over at State Farm Stadium or rise up Red Sea. It will be low tide Red Sea this year, folks, for Cardinals fans at at, uh, at State Farm in Glendale, uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale. So give me the Giants minus five and a half. This will also be a best bet of mine. Uh, I love the Giants this week, but we will recap all three of those. Wow. Back. Yes. So this is a best bet for you? Best wow. bet, okay. Giants. Yes, Giants minus the five and a half. Correct. I don't know if we've ever had this in show history, folks. Coming off a forty nothing loss, uh, turn around next week could be your best bet. Uh, that's wow. Okay, take some, uh, the take Cardinals some... are that bad. The Cardinals, I will give you that. The Cardinals are that bad. Maybe it's um, maybe it's not my maybe it's instead of my best bet, it's my big balls bet of the week. How about that? You like that instead? Like is it? this the upset special? It is not an upset special because the Giants are favored, so it cannot be an upset special. But oh, well, <laughs> that would well. that would preclude it from um, being an upset special. But that that, yeah. that is very true. Uh, all right, I will go with the under here. I am going to set it and forget it. Uh, I will not be watching this game. I don't even want to know what happens after the game. I <laughs> uh, just yeah, yikes! This this matchup here, Daniel Jones against Kyler Murray, two star-studded offenses. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Um, But, yeah, no, I I have no analysis, actually. Just give me the under. Okay. All right. So you're going to go with the under. What is it again? 40, you said? 
Let me try. Yes, under forty. Under forty. Okay, yes. let's go here. Game day, Greg. Just gonna put it in. All right, so you're up next. All right, as you defer. Next game here, we have the Jets versus the. Or I won't do that. I'll actually skip a game here. I'll go Commanders versus Broncos because I want Benny buckets to get the Jets. That's <laughs> how nice game day Greg is, but uh, right. we won't talk about that. That's right. Uh, Commanders versus Broncos. Broncos are three and a half point favorites. <laughs> Hasn't gotten them anywhere so far. Uh, over under is 39. <laughs> uh, I can make myself laugh, folks. That's the first sign of healing. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 oh, and I there's mourning, there's grieving. And we there's are two laughing. hours in. This is the two hour point, I'm sure, in the podcast. And I think I am broken. Um, all right, I'm gonna go under 39. This is another set and forget game. Uh, this will actually <laughs> a lot of the late games are set and forget games, uh, this week, folks, at least for me. Uh, yeah, Sam Howell versus. It's Russell down to thirty nine. Wait, so the Commanders Broncos are going under thirty nine. That's the total thirty nine. Yep, low? another no analysis pick. Uh, under okay. 39. All right. Um, I am going to go. I got to look at it. What is it? Three and a half still the line, or is it four? What is it? Yes, three and a half. Three and a half. You know what? I'm doing it. Arms flapping and all. Hopefully, hopefully. Let's hope for the mic. Back. Let's hope the mic gets it. Let's try it. Ready? Did that work, sir? Is that no. It? This is my upset special. How about that? <laughs> there you go. That worked. There we that go. Worked. That worked. There we got it the second time. One out he of said four, it a so lot much. louder the first time, folks. I did. Uh, I, I can did. only imagine. Apparently, I busted the mic by saying it too loud, but I did. But listen, folks. Uh, yeah, I. I don't really have a lot of upsets on the bingo card this week, folks. Don't have it in the uh, in the uh, in the vernacular here. Too many upsets, so I guess I gotta go. Oh, I could have made the Texans my upset special. I mean, it's only one though. Or the Titans, know. or the oh, Ravens. Uh, you know what? Or the Rams. Scratch that. Scratch that. I apologize. <laughs> what are you about? You have we are other we... games. In. Well, that's right. I do have. It. I didn't realize I had so many on my bingo card. You know what? Give me. Give me. I apologize, folks. My my again. It's been oh, one of those folks. podcasts with the confusion. Oh boy, we the might Titans. Put this in the the Titans plus three. That is my upset. I don't. There we go. Titans plus record. three. Titans Never plus been three. more confident in his life. Yes. I think so You're my upset special. Chargers just charger. So especially on the road. So Titans plus three upset special. On wow. This game, so not only is it my best bet. My second that is my second best bet for an opposite side. Yeah. And that's and your upset special. That is my that, upset special. It, that is viewing television, folks. It is Chargers Titans. We could not disagree more as it would turn out. Uh, oh, if we were much. to ever live stream a game, it would be that game. Oh. Yes. Too bad know. it's we'll probably talk. not on the, it's probably, probably too bad it's not on either of our markets, but that's another story. Um yeah. Um so Give me, but not an upset special here, just to clarify. Give me the commanders plus three and a half. I just, um, I'm a believer in Sam Howell, actually. I'm a believer in Sam Howell. I think uh, the Carolina quarterbacks after Trubisky, namely Sam Howell and Drake May, will be very good in the pros. Uh, uh, Sam Howell's already there. Drake May will be there next year in a likelihood. So I like Sam Howell. I like what the Reds, uh, sorry, the commander defense, excuse me, uh, brought to the table last week against the Cardinals. Granted, the Cardinals are awful, but the Broncos are not a whole hell of a lot better uh, from an offensive perspective anyway. Very good defense. I can see the under, but 
and it's probably a pretty good bet there by game day or a pretty good pick there by game day Greg. but i i'll take the commander i just just a gut again uh wouldn't be shocked if they lose but you gotta love getting that that field goal i mean i'm telling you these key numbers are important the fact you're getting that extra point half, half point where you win on a field goal loss to me, that's pretty good, especially I th- I actually think maybe they have the quarterback advantage at this point with how poor Russell Wilson. He didn't play too badly last week, but how bad he was last year. It might be more of a toss-up from a quarterback perspective. And I think the commander might actually have a better defense than the Broncos, believe it or not. I think it's pretty equal. Mm-hmm. So I like the commanders. I like them. I don't like Ron Rivera against Sean Payton. That's the one thing I will say that's not a very good matchup for us. Uh, if you're backing, If you're a commander backer or a Washington backer, but give me the commanders. New ownership, new vibe, Dan Snyder, Toxicity gone. Commanders, plus three and a half. Commanders, plus three and a half, he says. All right. All right. So next, uh, we will take the Cowboys and Jets. Since game day, Greg so politely decided not to take that one. Uh, We got the Cowboys minus nine and a half. Jets plus nine and a half. This number has been just tumbling, folks, in terms of total. Before, when Aaron Rodgers was healthy uh, for the four plays he was, uh, and when the game was on the board, when the game was on the board before the game, before the Jets Bills game, this total was 45 and a half. It's down to 38 and a half now. It was 39 and a half last night, 38 and a half now. It's just imagine getting it under 45 and a half. Oh, you got to be so happy. Yeah. I mean, now the only way to do that is to tease it with a seven point teaser. So, um, yeah. yeah I, 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 the I, and this value. game also <laughs> was a three and a half point uh, cowboy favorite. At minus 105, now it's nine and a half. So the line has moved six points just by virtue of Rodgers being out and Wilson being in. Zach Wilson being in. Uh, Garrett Wilson being in actually helps the Jets. But anyway, I like the under. I just th- – th- these are two of the top five defenses barring on the league. I think probably two of the top three. I put the Niners probably one, Jets and Cowboys two and three. You could put them whatever order you like. But you're talking about two of the top three defenses in the league in my opinion – Give me the under. Cowboys offense isn't that impressive. I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball much on the Jets. Obviously, the Jets if the Jets score 10 points in this game, folks. That would be a, a minor miracle with Zach Wilson, a quarterback. Unless, of course, you know, the Cowboys turn the ball over four times like a, a certain team that hails from Western New York did, in which case they might put up more than 10. But if this is a clean game in the Cowboys, I don't see the Jets scoring more than 14 max. Well, I'll give them even 14. But um, so probably like uh, that might be a best bet for us, folks, because we can do team totals this year. We might have to look into that our game totals for the team team totals in a particular game. So we might have to look into that as a best bet because that can be included this year. But give me the under 38 and a half. Under 38 and a half. All right. Uh, I am going to go with the Cowboys minus nine and a half. And I was actually contemplating making this a best bet. But I'm not. Uh, I do think the Cowboys are the better team. Like Benny Bucket said, I do actually agree with him in the fact that these are two of the top five and actually probably top three defenses in the league. Um, And I agree with this under, but I do think the Cowboys are going to score. I don't think the Jets are going to score at all. I'll be honest. Three points. If they, You're right. If they score 10 points, it's a minor miracle. And I think the Cowboys can get to the 20s. So uh, just what the offense they have, the weapons they have um, at home, Jerry's world, that place is going to be rocking. So uh, give me the Cowboys nine and a half. Yeah, very oh, good. And uh, yep. And once again, I uh, keep forgetting uh, we're doing, going this back and forth. All yes. right. Uh, Dolphins versus Patriots. 
Patriots are a three-point dog. The over-under of 47 doesn't matter what the money line is because we don't pick it. Uh, but Benny Buckets, if you have it, uh, that minus 148, minus 148 Dolphins, plus 124 Pats. There you go. Okay, I am going to take this as my third best bet of the week, folks. Dolphins, three point <laughs> favorites. This is a absolute no brainer to me. Um, to, these offenses should not even be mentioned on the same page, um, in the same talk show. Uh, the Dolphins are a prime time slot television folks in the Patriots offense is QVC at three in the morning. Um, you're looking to buy some Tupperware, <laughs> some uh, half off Tupperware in bulk. That's uh, where you go to the Patriots offense. I, I respect Bill Belichick's defense and what it is, but I think Tyreek Hill is defense proof. I do think he will have over 2,000 receiving yards this year. Uh, that is a bold statement, but I just don't see anyone slowing him down. Even if you have a safety over the top, you can't cover. You'd have to play multiple. You'd have to double him playing zone with close to three people because not only can he go north south, he can go east west just as fast. And that's really scary for defenses. And okay, you have Jalen Waddle on the other side. Someone who's not equally as fast, but pretty darn close. So I really like that uh, Dolphins offense. And it too, it could be Tua, it could be Mike White throwing the ball, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, yeah, Dolphins minus three as my third best bet. This is my favorite of the three best bets as well. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I, I agree with the best bet even here, folks. Uh, again, run, don't walk, take the Patriots if. If we're in agreement, especially if we're making both agreements the best bet, probably better go the opposite side. I will say the pro betters are all over the Patriots, just like they were last week against the Eagles. And I told you, uh, even though the Eagles barely covered, they only won by five. They should have won by a lot more. They're up 16 nothing within, what, the first 10 minutes of the game, something like that. Yep. They should have won by 30. They just played like crap, really, from the third quarter, the second quarter on. They were just outclassed them talent-wise, but they played terrible. Uh, what did actually, the point start out at? It was actually preseason. It was two, believe it or not. The Dolphins are fair by two, so it did not move much off the Dolphins' win against the Chargers yeah. and the Pats' loss. I again, I don't get again. This why is, I feel like this is again overrating Belichick. The Belichick factor, as we talked about last week on the podcast here on the pod. Uh, again, Bella, folks, Vegas, professional better. Yeah, professional betters. Here's a PSA. Vegas. Here's a PSA. Anybody listening, which is all seven people with a new shot of this when you're listening on Spotify, Bill Belichick is under, I repeat, under 500 as a NFL head coach without the services of Tom Brady. He has not had the yep. services of Tom Brady in two years. Yep. Why they keep rating Belichick is this master genius. Yes, he was when Brady was there, but he's not there anymore. He was does not he? have... Well, he won six Super Bowls. I mean, I, you, you know, he couldn't have fell off a turnip but, truck and done that. You know, I mean, he can't be a candy ass. No, of course not. But I don't think he was a great coach, and all of a sudden he's not a great coach just because Brady's not there. I mean, well, the record Brady would indicate the, offense, the record would indicate that's the case, honestly. But yeah, it's just weird. He certainly it's was weird. a winning coach, and he's no longer one. And listen, the Patriots. Yes, everyone's talking about how great the Patriots. No, the Patriots defense isn't that. I mean, it's decent. It's not terrible. 
But it's not a top 10 defense, folks. Like, Miami's going to be able to move the ball all night. They're going to put up 30-plus points. The Patri- the Dolphins' defense is actually better than the Mi- than the New England defense, even without Jalen Ramsey and Keon Cross in their third their nickel corner. Agreed. They're just better. Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins, uh, Van Ginkle in the middle. Like they are a very underrated defensive team. Great. Granted, they didn't play great against the Chargers last week. They put up thirty four points, but when they needed to stop, when they only had a two point lead because the kicker or some people call the idiot kicker, missed the extra point, Jason Sanders, make it 36-34. What did they do? They set, they got it for intentional grounding. They sacked him to end the game effectively, and all they needed to do was take a knee to run the game out against Justin Herbert and a high-powered Chargers offense on the road. I just don't see it. I This should be Dolphins minus six. Dolphins minus six and a half. Like we're, Again, we're getting, just like we were last week, the Eagles getting two, three points of value. They should have been minus seven. Thank God they weren't because it would have lost. But we're getting four, three and a half, four points worth of value here for us just because of the coach on the other side who, again, folks, under 500 without the services of Brady, who he hasn't had in two in two seasons and now three calendar years. Okay? This is an easy one. I would be shocked if, if Dolphins lose this game. Really very surprised. Uh, you know, Mac Jones against Tua. Yeah, they went to the same university. Yeah, they played back-to-back. Mac Jones taking over for Tua. But they're not even in the same class class, folks. This isn't close. Give me the Dolphins minus two and a half. Best bet. Minus three, but yes. Minus three. Oh, sorry. Minus three. Oh, even still. Uh, it was two and a half. I got it at two and two and a half. Now it's three. Okay. I I like it less than three, but still like it. All right. Two more games, folks. Uh, we're on the Monday night here, folks. Saints against the Panthers. Saints minus three, minus 115. Panthers plus three, minus 105. Totals 40, uh, minus 110 on both sides. Saints minus 155 on the money line. Panthers plus 130. Um, I don't know why the NFL is doing this two Monday night games simultaneously. doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You think you'd want to enhance viewership by putting them a double header where you can watch both games. So I don't really understand the media aspect of this, but I'll digress off that. We're not a media podcast. So, um, or a podcast that covers media or, or television ratings, if you will. Uh, but I did want to throw that anecdote out there in case you weren't aware. These games are going to, the Panthers game starts at seven fifteen. The uh, Pittsburgh game starts at eight fifteen. So they will be going on simultaneously for basically two hours. Um, and each game will be, standalone for an hour. Um, the first hour of the Saints game, the last hour of the Pittsburgh game. Anyway, um, yeah, I like the Saints minus three. I'm not a believer in in Bruce Allen at all. I think he's also right in there with Staley and the one who shall remain nameless in Buffalo. Um, one of the bottom three coaches in the league. He was terrible with Denver, very disappointing last year with the Saints. You put Sean McDermott as a bottom three coach in the league? I do, yeah. Staley, Allen, I put him. I put him bottom. I put him third from the bottom. I don't put him below Staley or Allen, but I put him bottom. Actually, you know what? Bottom four. Bowles is bottom three. He's bottom four. I apologize. Bottom four. He's 27th, 29th out of thirty-two. McDermott. Yeah. Wow. You or I could have coached the Bills to more success in the playoffs than McDermott. McDermott's the one who cost them thirteen seconds. Let's not forget that by kicking the ball out of the end zone for no, and then playing a prevent defense you know, 30 yards back from the line of scrimmage. So let's not forget that, sir. 
Wow. Cost them a playoff game. But yes, 29th out of 32. Anyway, I wasn't going to mention it. Game day, Greg brought it up. I'll just have that. No, you already back. said no. he was a bottom three. You bottom said four. He was a bo- bottom four. Said. Bottom four. I forgot about both. Okay, but four. let's bring up what happened. You said he's a bottom three head coach in the league. And I said, he's a bottom three head coach in the league. And you said, yes, I do. Actually, bottom four. And then bottom we had this conversation. And then you said it was when I brought it up. <laughs> what? Well, you're the one who asked the question. I, I was, you know, I was ready to move along. And then you, you, you're you never ready to move along. There's an, always another point before you're moving along. What are you anyway, anyway, folks, my point was on Bruce Allen, not really on McDermott, but be that as it may. Yeah. Um, I don't like I don't like the Saints, but I just feel like the Panthers no no offensive weapons, no offensive line, defense is average. I give me the Saints minus three. Not going to do a whole lot of analysis on this one. I agree. Uh, Saints minus three is a play. I just chalk this up to experience. Uh, Derek Carr <laughs> has way more experience in primetime games than Bryce Young, um, and that Panthers are going to be okay. It's just going to take time. They have the right head coach in place. They have some young pieces. Um, they are going to have to get rid of Brian Burns. They're going to have to have – I don't know when his contract's up. I think it's, this I is his last th- year, I believe. Uh, this is his last year, or, or so I think probably a trade chip uh, to at least get some capital and return, draft capital in return. So uh, I'll take the Saints minus three as well. Family pick. And to round it out, another barn burner of a game <laughs> – Browns versus Steelers. I actually forgot to pick this because I forgot there was two Monday night games. Uh, Steelers are two point dogs, uh, minus one ten. Uh, uh, Browns are two point favorites, minus one ten. Over under thirty nine, minus one ten to both sides. Browns minus one twenty five on the money line. Steelers plus one hundred five on the money line. I am going to take. And this is another set it and forget it. This might be the set it and forget it week under thirty nine. Uh, in this game, I do think the defenses are much better than the offenses, folks, at least this early in the year. Um, that's not to say by year's end, the Steelers' offense won't be very good because they have all of the pieces to be very good. They have to be healthy. Deontay Johnson will be out a couple of weeks. and uh, I will, As will Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward's been real out three to four weeks so on the defensive line for the yep. Steelers. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so... Thank you, buddy. Buckets uh, chiming right in. Uh, I well, I mean, you chimed in on McDermott. So. It's more me forgetting my train of thought when uh, when I'm going there. But uh, yeah, just give me the under under thirty nine. Set and forget it. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with that pick, honestly. I, uh, but I don't feel too comfortable with the under thirty nine. Um, probably coming in, but I feel better about the Steelers here. I think this is a sharp versus Joe's versus Bros play again. Um, and I'm on the pro. I'm on the pro side. I don't agree with the pros on Belichick getting the uh, you know plus three at home, um, but I do like the Steelers. Um, I thought last again another situation where a team was embarrassed with a really good head coach um, and a team and the and the Steelers own the Browns, folks. They really dominated. Yes, the with Baker in the pandemic season with Stefanski was out with COVID. They did embarrass the Steelers at Heinz Field in front of a crowd of zero because there were no no crowds in that year in the pandemic season. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't see the Steelers getting embarrassed twice. Mike Tomlin's too good of a coach. Uh, on the opposite side of things, McDermott's William & Mary former college teammate, Tom and I would put in the top three of coaches in the NFL, or top four, uh, as opposed to bottom four for the aforementioned McDermott. But uh, So I love That's Tomlin. That's him not bringing it up once again. Yep, it is. Uh, it's, I was moving quickly through it, though. 
I would uh, quickly. Yes, this, this whole everything about this is quick. This is over two hour episode, and this, the reason this is over two hours is because I said I was tired in the beginning. That's when Benny Buckets <laughs> likes to thrive when he knows I'm tired. Oh gosh, here we go. Jesus. Oh boy, folks. Uh, tell me that's not true, though. No, I didn't do it on purpose. Come on, stop it. Game day, Greg. Game day, Greg. Game <laughs> okay. day, Greg. Just a bit ordery, folks. A little ordery today. Little, little, little upset. It's ten o'clock, folks. It is ten o'clock on the East Coast. <laughs> That's uh, not that late, late, folks. I, I it's not that up. late. I, it's not that late. I do have to get up in uh, a few hours here. Yeah. So let's. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll make it quick then to round this out. Give me the Steelers plus two. I just don't see them getting embarrassed or even losing the game. I think they win this one outright at home against. The Browns. It is a bad omen, though. Last week they were two and a half. They were two point dogs last week, and they did get blown out. So hopefully the same won't happen again. But that'll do it, folks. Uh, very interesting episode. Very with very interesting, interesting episode. Uh, I don't think it's quite two hours. I think it's probably more like an hour and thirty five, hour and forty minutes. But that's okay. We did not start recording at eight past eight o'clock. Uh, so this well, is uh... closer to two. I don't know. Anyway, you're going to get a lot of content here, folks. Uh, some some filler time because Benny Buckets had to quickly uh, get the college picks going. But uh, for game day, Greg, uh, this is Benny Buckets. Uh, one last time, let's remind, remind Greg and put him in his misery and his tired state. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. For all of you listening, have a pleasant good evening and goodbye. Goodbye, folks. Thank you for listening. <laughs>